We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of mother. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best you can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> oh, my friends don't go fishing. They got to stay at home. They ain't got Saturday morning and it's the North Queensland Fishing Show here on 4K1G2 Deadly Station and our weather gods have given us a big fat slap in the face for this weekend maybe woke up this morning and she's a little bit windy so I'm not sure if we're going to have them beautiful calm conditions that we did all week um, which Gary uh, and Kayleen certainly uh, took advantage of hey did I I bring you in no you didn't but I just jumped in there because I heard my name 
Were we meant not to mention that? Uh, were we meant not to mention? There we go. No. Let's start. No, we're allowed. You had a no. sick day. Oh. You weren't well. Oh, no. I'm never well. No. <laughs> no, you're a sick little man. <laughs> I'm not well at all. But uh, morning, Marty. Morning, buddy. How are you? I'm good today, mate. I'm firing on all cylinders. You are. You completely railroaded me, and I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. No. Jibbering along there? I'm, uh, I had a great little middle of the week. We're, and we're going to talk, we'll talk about, about that, that most yes. definitely. Hey, we've got a fair bit to talk about today, which we're looking forward to. And as uh, our uh, often listeners who are loyal to our show will certainly understand, everything on this show is ad lib. <laughs> Gary and I don't sit down and discuss what we're going to talk about. It just comes to us at the moment. And, and our shows always run that way and we enjoy it that way. Well, yes, it's good. You can't beat live. No. Because I've done the scripted stuff on different yeah. stations over the years. And there's there's nothing worse than writing down a whole report, a fishing report. Hmm. Then, this is back in the day, faxing it to the script writers at the other station. To get approval. They go through it and say, oh, no, that's not correct English. You Imagine know. if we sent our script for the oh, show no. before we put it in. There'd be more red marker yeah. pens. and. <laughs> well, yes, and then go, in, go into the studio and stand in a booth and read out my report and what I had to say. Yes. And then it gets played a couple of days later. It's no fun. No, I very, can imagine. Very, um, I don't know what the word is, toxic. Not toxic, it's just not right. No, Cause fair the, enough. the sports show I did in the Kimberleys, when I did the for the ABC radio, we had a um, three-hour sports show in the morning on a Saturday yes. morning over there. Um, it was just off the cuff. Bang. Yeah. It wasn't it. scripted or anything. So, you know what, who we had on our show? And this was the highlight of our week. Um, we used to have an NRL report because it, I was playing AFL in WA. Right. And um, where'd this come from? We didn't have this. No, part we haven't written got this. Down, this Gary. is why we just off we go off I on a had tangent. This written then. So, NRL wasn't really huge huh. over there. But not really huge um, now. Oh, yeah, not well. Depends. Um, so oh, we used to hear that? we used to have an NRL report every Saturday because back then there was no Thursday night game or stuff. It was I just upset the Victorian yeah. Virtue boys. There you go. <laughs> about, about AFL. Yeah. I used to, man, when I played down there, I had the tight shorts. <laughs> Look good too. Did you get spatfers? Did I get? Do you remember spatfers? That was uh, on the Wild World of Sports. What's his name? Billy. Birmingham. 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 Yeah, oh, yeah. No. And he used to, if, the play, AFL players that used to wear tight, um, if Mick from Motorco is listening, he'll be having a proper giggle to himself at the moment. But um, it, it, he was having to go at the AFL players because there was a um, diagnose of a problem that you got downstairs from wearing the tight pants called spatfers. I haven't got that. <laughs> and it, makes, it makes your voice go really high at certain times. I haven't got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the NRL segment was Roy and HG. Yeah. From Sydney, who, who who still do a little bit of a radio show and pop up every now and then, so it was good. We had a fishing. I love Roy. And we HG. had a, it was a full on sports show, so we had fishing reports. Yep. Um, we had NRL, we had AFL, we had basketball, we had Speedway, anything that was happening in the Kimberley or around Perth or any of those. Um, we would have our little sports show, and it was off the cuff, bang. Oh, beautiful! That so sounds like really great good. fun. Yeah, it was fun, mate. That's that was my first break foray into radio. Oh, back then. So it was good. good. Now, uh, let's get straight into it. You had a little impromptu a trip out uh, during the week. In uh, describe the conditions to me. Oh, Everyone horrible! Knows. Yeah, absolutely. I was awful. sweating. I was coughing. I had nausea. 
Mm. I had diarrhea on mm. oh, not my conditions, the water conditions. No, it, it was beautiful. Funny, um, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> I'd been. Everyone knows for the last two weeks, two and a half weeks, has been blowing twenty odd knots every day. It was horrible. Last three or four weeks, man. and then looked at the the weather and went, it's it's dropping right out for, yep. for the week. And I said to Kayleen, what day do you have off this week? Mm. And she said, I've got Wednesday. And I said, radio. I said, perfect, it's two knots. And I went, nah, we're, we're going out. Yeah. And normally when I go out blue water fishing, yeah, it's just marlin. Mm. I go out there, get out there early and I troll all day. For one marlin, five marlin, no marlin, who knows? Um, but corresponding, this, we went on the Wednesday, the Thursday, mm. I went out there last year on the on the same date, and we raised five, hooked three, and tagged two black marlin right. the next day um, last year. But this time, took the marlin gear, but also took the bottom bashing gear and the trolling yeah. gear, and I thought, no. I drive around for 10 hours trolling for marlin. I'm yeah. going to bottom bash and maybe do an hour or two marlins fishing. Yeah. Um, so got to um, the mackerel patches. Everyone knows the mackerel patches. Yes. Fished it. Everyone fishes it for, for years. And um, there's a couple of boats there. Weather was glorious. Put the boat in just on daylight because I this time... Was it, it cold? Yes, it was. Mm. I wish I had my beanie, mm. um, but I had my jacket. Um, and my coffee, and off we went. I'm able to hide behind my console of my boat. Poor old Gaylene is stuck in the breeze. You know what I wear? I, Nothing. I wear my, well, when I have to wear something, yeah. I wear my Milwaukee battery-operated heated jacket. Oh, it's the best thing since sliced it's bread. It's not the only battery-operated thing you wear. No, that's exactly <laughs> right. So I've had to change. No, I'm not going there. It's too early. A battery-operated jacket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It might be throwing the pen at you early in the piece. No, it's, it's like it's got a battery in it that sits at the back, and it's got all heat cells in it. Really? Yeah, it's got heat cells on the back, Last heat time cells we went on fishing, the front. I wondered heat cells what that humming sleeve. noise was. But you no, didn't... I wasn't wearing the jacket. No, you didn't have a jacket on either. <laughs> Get it all out now. Oh, a While jacket. we're still allowed to be on air, you... Milwaukee heated jacket. Is it nice? It's beautiful. Yeah, on a serious note, they are the best, best things. I, I, I head out to the reef in the middle of winter when it is like freezing full ball and it's like i'm in a sauna really oh, can you change the temperature change the temperatures on them turn them up turn them down you just have it well, you know you like know. when you get in the car you turn that heater right up straight away when you first yeah. that's the equivalent of getting in the boat when you first take off and then as you get a little bit warm you just turn it down and then the battery lasts about three hours but i've got two batteries so that gives me six hours yeah. and that's all i need you know like that the bird ship boys down in their cold oh. part of the woods. Yeah, yeah, look them up, guys. Mil yeah, jump on that. Milwaukee all have one now. And when, when you buy them, just get them to tick it down to Marty. Yeah. And you you can't see the battery because it's just a little too amper. Yeah. So you can't even see it. And it's a, they're a really, really nice-looking jacket. So. Well, there you go. What will they think of next? Anyway, yeah. stealing my story. Sorry, buddy. Back to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, raced across the bay. But as I was saying, I don't like leaving in the dark this time of year. Because you're be a sook. Because I've only got a small boat. Yes. And whales. If I run over a whale... I shouldn't or, say that because this is an important thing. Yes. If I run over a whale or a whale jumps in front of me, I've got no hope. No, you're in big um, trouble. So <coughs> so we leave just on daylight, just so I can see. I can see mm. in front of me and, and away we go. So off we went to the good old Mac Patches. <clears throat> no secret spot. There was a couple of boats there. Yeah. I threw a couple of lures out and, and went into the general area. Hmm. But because I 
fished those mac patches for a long time and was lucky enough to fish them before anyone else fished them um I, there's another couple of spots not far from it where the mackerel will hang, but not in the numbers they used to, unfortunately. Okay. So I said to Kayleen, we'll just head over here. Get away we? from the masses? Yes. Um, so off we went. Was the boat ramp loaded? Oh, yeah. I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd on a Wednesday. On the grass. But it, it was also loaded down the other end with Maggie Island cars. Mm. So only technically half the boat ramp car park was able to use with boat trailers. Yes. Um, because you're allowed to park in there on the weekdays with no trailer down the far end to go to the island. That's yep. not illegal, um, especially even though it's two knots. So anyway, what I had in my freezer and I've had for a long time is a wolf herring. It's a good old wolfie. A good old wolfie, it's which you very, very, very seldom troll. Well, that wolfie's been in my freezer for a year and a half. So... I don't troll them very often. I just usually... Just laying neatly on top of your last my, victim? Yeah, she was... Well, was it a she or a he? It was a he, I think. Anyway, I carry on, Ivan. <laughs> anyway, um, I took this and I made up a wolfie rig the night before and then I threw a couple of lures out. Not I'm driving to the other... or trolling to the other little spot. Um, I rigged up this wolfie hmm. and wound the uh, lure in, hooked the wolfie onto it and sent it out. Um, with the massive action that they have, not much, not like a gar, a gar will swim really nice. But anyway, got the wolfie out there and I got to my little spot and I went, oh, look at that, look at these. There was about 30 mackerel on the screen. And I went, oh, we'll get a bite here. There, well, I was in 82 foot of water and they were at about 40, 37, so only 12 metres below us. Yeah. And, and bang, off went the lure. What were you trolling? Uh, I, I was trolling, uh, it, I don't know what it is, it's a, a massive big plastic blue watery looking flat sorry looking thing. I had a given to Oh, that described it very well, Yeah, Gary. it's a big long skinny thing <laughs> that, uh, that um, I've been given it to me and I was told that these work really well. And apparently? It did. Right. It did work very well. Right. So anyway, that hook, that screamed off. So I've picked it up, said to Kayleen, just wind that wolfie in. So obviously those fish had all come up together. One had grabbed the lure. There was still fish there. And as Kayleen started cranking the wolfie in, bang, it got nailed because the speed doubled of the wolfie. So they've thought, yes, it's trying to get away. I better get that. So bang, got it. Got mine to the boat while Kayleen's fighting hers. Mine actually fell off beside the boat. Right. Which didn't bother me because then we... Put the gaffed Kayleen's and and put that in the boat and um yeah it, it is a- highly evident that Kayleen's the only one in the photos but I think you're being charitable Gary oh I was let's there. let's make no it's I put a couple of fish this. in the box man it was nice so yeah so anyway we got that I'm just sp- saying what we all saw <clears throat> yeah we got a Spaniard we got that yeah there was no photos of me no that's what I'm saying. Yes. Just Kayleen. Yes. Yeah, she won't take photos. No, no, me. please carry on. I'm she sorry. won't take photos of me. I go, here, take photo of me holding this nanny guy. No, no. I don't think that's true. No. So anyway, we put the mackerel in the box, knocked it on the head, bled yeah. it, put it in the esky. Thought that's a good start. We've only been here 15 minutes. Great start. Yeah, trolled around, had another couple of hits, and I went, oh, well, that one mackerel. And we know ne- we know that the bag limit is one per person, two per boat limit in Queensland. Bird Regardless ship, of how many yes. is on board. So bird ship boys, 
just remember that if you guys come up and just check the close season for Spaniards when you go up to Cape Melville. Yep. Um, so it's one per person, two per boat. No matter how many, if you've got four people in the boat, still only two Spaniards allowed in your boat. Right. So we weren't too concerned. We'd got one Spaniard. If we got another one, that would be really good. And then I said to Kayleen, righto, the weather's glamour. When you, we went out at 23 knots. Normally the bay's horrible mm. and you plop your way out and then it flattens out. So, so I got out to a little spot I have that um, I've caught the odd good nanny guy over many years. Hmm. And I thought, we'll go and have a look. And I got there and I went, oh, jeez, look at that for a little showing. So I got rigged up the bottom bashing gear, which right. I don't usually take out um, because I don't usually do a bit of bottom bashing. I usually chase marlin. So I went, no, let's put some squid on, drop some squid down and started getting some um, nannies, nanny guy. Yeah. Um, not massive nanny guys. Um, they were around that 50, 55, which I think for two people, for me and Kayleen, is a perfect size. That's a, a, basically a fillet each from either side. Yeah. So really good size nannies. Um, we were quite happy with that. Then we got some Trevally, um, which we throw back. We got – it was quite cool because we got four or five different species of Trevally. We got some big Goldens. We got some big Bludgers. Yeah. We got some big Tea Leaf and we got some GTs. So we got four, what a day, beautiful. Yeah, so we got four different species of trevs, and then the sharks moved in, of course. So and we got a couple the whole of the show. Yeah, and then I, I dropped down, and we moved from here after this. I dropped down. Yeah, and um, hooked a good fish, and you went, "Oh, this is a good fish." Yeah, but on the little shoaly patch, my because I did a dropper rig, hmm. my sinker got stuck on the shoal. And I couldn't get my sinker off, and I could feel this fish. Oh, how agitating. Yeah, thrashing down there. And I free-spooled it, thinking it'll pull the sinker off. Let not. It was still stuck there, and I could feel this fish on it. And then all of a sudden, whooshka, boom, it, my sinker come off. And then that, as everyone knows, it fishes and gets shark, just straight down. And, rrr, 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 and I thought, oh, this is a big shark. And I couldn't budge it. So yep. what I did, I put the boat in gear locked the drag up and drove away and i actually dragged this shark up out of the depths on the plane so <laughs> i just pulled him up on a tow rope so that's how you do it people yeah just drive away and this dirty big the thing gas went, effect oh kaylin goes look how big that thing is like it was probably eight foot eight yeah. or nine foot and i'd pulled him up on the plane with 50 pound braid and um got to the surface and then he was probably 30 metres, 40 metres away from the boat, and we could see him on the surface. And then I stopped the boat thinking, I'll pull him over now to the boat. Nah. No. He just went, you're not pulling me up on the plane now. I'm going, and boom, and off he went. Off he went. So we left there then. We left that spot. Well, once I've moved in, that's it. Yeah, and the fish were still there. Um, and then went out to another little spot for a look And around. I must say, the nannies you got, for me, they are preem. You like mm. people who looked at oh they're not big nannies. No, they weren't big nannies. No. They were like fifties. Fifty fifty fives, they 55, were perfect. Perfect. They yeah. just taste so good. I mean you're not gonna knock a seven, eight, nine kilo. Of course oh, not. Oh no, it's still would have gone in the But for ease and yeah. And just like you, you put because Technically, that's six meals because we were talking this morning that you have a, a side each, you and yeah. Kayleen. That's perfect, man, and they would be tasty. Yeah, they were beautiful. So Kayleen we, knocked the sides up on on when we, Wednesday night. Yeah, had, you, what you do it? Crumb it or yeah, like in a you can buy like um, panko flavored crumbs and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. Just um, in um, egg, egg and, and milk and, and that, and put it in it. And by the time I'd 
finished filleting the fish and hosing down and cleaning the eskies and stuff like that. Walked in, had a shower and sat down to fresh nanigai and chips. It was yes, thank you. nice. So, and then after that, I went to another spot and, and there was a couple of boats bombarding us. and hey. But there was trigger fish there and I got annoyed with trigger fish. But trigger fish is a good sign for next time. Oh, yeah. Good, lo- sh- good red joels have triggers on yeah, them. Yeah, it's, it's a good spot. Um, and Kayleen got an, an undersized red emperor there and I went, nah, let's go. I can't be bothered. So I went... Are uh, they not an incredible-looking fish? So juvenile nice. I think they're the prettiest. Mind you, juvenile Chinamans are absolutely yeah. gorgeous and, and, and Queensland gropers, but the, the red emperor, just the shape yes. of them... When they're, when they're little, because they call them government brim as well. They do indeed. Um, and the reason they call them government brim is back in the day, the prisoners mm-hmm. on their... Prison outfits had arrows on them. And when you look at a juvenile Red Emperor, it looks like an, an arrow on them. Well, there so, you go. So they call them government brim in, yep. in some places. They certainly do. Anyway, and then we, I said, let's go and troll for a marlin, have a little look around, and shot off to a couple of spots. I get a few marlin, and there was bait everywhere. There was just so much bait. I, well, you would have been half confident. Oh, if I spent the whole day there very confident, I would have got billfish not a problem because I marked a few because they'd. Well, I think they're billfish because they're usually away from everything mid-water in, on your sounder. Right. So you'll see them around bait schools if they're actively feeding, but if they're resting, they'll be away and it'll just be a little red line mid-water or just three-quarters of the way just chilling out. Yep. Anyway, I've seen a couple of them, and there was a heap of fish on the bait. There was a heap of mackerel and everything. So I spent about an hour and a half going around in circles, and I said to Kelly, no... Nah, it's getting later in the day. We were about an hour and a half running. Had it home. started blowing up? No. No, no, it no, didn't blow up all flat ass all day. All day. So anyway, um went back to where we got the, the nanny guys in the morning. Um, because the tide had started, there was more run, tide had changed. They'd moved to a different part of the shoal. Yeah, so for top the esky up. Yep, so I thought we'll get a couple more fish. Stop there, but it was only big smallmouth there. The large mouth had gone, now the, the big smallmouth had turned up. And you caught one big bugger, did you keep that one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Did you eat him fresh that yes. night? Was he the one you ate? Yes. And he was okay fresh? Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yep, yep, so we, we got two... Um, Have you eaten the smallies before? Yes. And no problem with Not them. a problem at all. Yeah, right. Uh. Not a problem. So we got two, two another two um, smallmouth, about the 50, 53. Yeah. Um, and then I said, oh, let's head back. It's Remember, they're like a lieutenant, and if you get a 53 finger mark, you're like, yes. Yeah. It's exactly the same. It's the same. They, they were fine. Um, and I think the nanny guy and the finger, there's very little difference taste. Yeah. Finger mate. mark's just a bit higher. But. Yeah, I don't know. Anything from... From that blue water type is stuff always is sweet, just so it? nice. Yeah, I'm um, like I I don't mind eating barra, but it's not the same as a a nice nanny guy fillet or a trout. I fillet definitely up. definitely taste the difference between a rock wall barra and uh, let's say Crockett yeah. Creek barra. The chalk and cheese, the the harbour barras are just yeah. delicious. Like it, it was a great day. We in the end, I said right, let's let's head back, and I said we'll yep. go past the mac patches and. Um, I didn't. I spent about fifteen minutes. I went where the fish were in the morning. Yeah. And because um, what people, what you got to realise, uh, there'll be fish there somewhere, but you got to search for them, and they change whatever way the tide or 
or the currents going, they'll sit on a different side of the shoal or the front of the shoal or they'll move over to a little depression in the bottom or... On a patch, do you do 360s? Do you figure eight it? Do you uh, uh, try try and you know, watch the lines on your sounder and pick a different line if you haven't yes. been eaten? Yes. Yep. Yeah, all of the above. Right. And then as I mark bait up and then I mark it and then I... Then I'll cross cross it, and then I what what you find. You'll always keep an eye on where you got eaten, because quite often yes. you get eaten in that same spot. When I find bait, and especially if it's the morning or the late afternoon, um, and this is for my billfish, and it works for mackerel as well. Well, I think people may go, "You're full of crap, Gary." Um, when it's the early morning or the late afternoon, and I've marked my fish and my bait. I always make my most important troll line with the sun behind me. Oh, you're full of crap, Gary. Yeah, so... Yeah, me too. So the sun's behind me yep. and I'm driving away from the sun. I, I seem to get more bites that way than me driving into the sun. And and let's face it, I don't know whether it's the same with fish, but if I'm driving into the sun, I'm putting my hands up to try and not look into the sun. So a fish is looking up. Into yeah, the sun. I a, don't know. It might be not a bad theory. It might be utter crap, but that's my most important troll. It's not it, broken. No, it works for me. Yeah, and and I always get, and especially marlin, my bites are tr- going with the sun behind me. So it's a good tip. Though there we go. But I, it was a great. If day, nothing man. else, if it's psychology, it, your brain is giving yeah. you confidence with that yes. method anyway. So w- one way or another, because. You need to fish with confidence. Yes, uh, you do. And it pays off. Yeah, and, and that's that's what I do when I troll for my mackerel. I, well, like, I'll on. troll into the sun, and I've probably caught fish over the years, but my, my most important troll is with the sun behind me. Yeah, fair enough. And then thinking they, that's perfect for them. If, they're look, if I'm looking into the sun when I'm trolling, they're looking into the sun at my lures. I think that's a great tip. So it might, it, if anyone has a theory... Of if my theory's crap or not, give us a bell. I don't think so. I think no. it's a good theory. So it was a great day, mate. Weather was great. I did 26 knots all... There you go. Gary's full of crap. I did 26 knots all the way home till the kilometre out from the harbour, and it was absolute rubbish. One of our listeners says, fish don't wear sunnies, my friend, so they look away. Huh. <laughs> they wouldn't see the bait. They look away from the sun. So that's just my theory. We could give him a good set of Makos. Good morning, Leroy. <laughs> He's a good lad. So that's um, that's my th- apex predator thought theory of how to troll. And a good theory too. Yeah. I'm so going with it. It works for me. Whatever works for you yeah. is what you stick with. Hey, we had a question for the week, which we're going to come back to after the ad break and so forth, but we'll continue talking about your trip and a little bit of bo- bottom bashing today, I reckon, Gaz. What do you reckon? We will, mate. A couple of rigs and stuff like that. I, Sounds good to me. How you rig up, how I rig up. Yeah, bottom bashing for Barra, because it's going to be a whole show about Barra. When squid. <laughs> so, um, well, one of our listeners through the week asked a bit of a question about his um, DC DC charger and on the boat and connecting to his um, electric for charging and so forth. And his mechanic said, "No, that's a big no-no." So we're going to have a little bit of a chat about that. Um, oh, also, good morning to uh, Ben Lindsley. Um, he was a gentleman who who went for a bit of a fish and made a video. Uh, where where Ben live? Down south, Sydney, down south somewhere, yeah. Sydney, or so forth. So he uh, very. <laughs> kindly send us up a usb stick um, for us to watch his video well uh, hang on ben said that he went on a fishing trip 
and he's made a video, he'll send it up. He didn't say he's made well, a let's watch video. Let's watch the. Let's watch it first. You've got it. Don't jump to conclusions. All right. But Ben, thank you very much. Um, a little bit later on too. I, I done a little fish last weekend. Um, in the um, in my usual. Yeah. So I'll have a bit of a chat about that. And had a little encounter with the with the uh, the the fisheries boys. It wasn't an encounter. It was a debate. Uh yeah, no, no, nothing, nothing bad. No, I'm just, surprised uh, they didn't find you for everything you said. Too arrogant and dumb, mate. They wouldn't know how to there write. There you go. There you go. Boys, get him. Morning, morning, fisheries. Morning. The the boat with the uh, dump duck on it. Oh, they they'll know. I'll talk about it a little bit later. Yeah, good on. All right, we're going to uh, play a bit of a music and an ad break, and uh, when we come back, we'll continue talking. And speaking of music, don't forget, every Thursday night, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock, tune into DJ Loz on 4K1G for Music is the Language of Us All. It is the best show where um, he just takes individuals. Gazza, your go will be coming up soon. I've had a crack at it. Thoroughly, People thoroughly will be enjoyed hanging it. for my show. They will be hanging Especially the music show. I play. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. have a listen to it because it, it's an insight to um, uh, it's almost like a voyeurism of someone's life and, and, and what music has meant to them and uh, hence music is the language of us all so uh, great show Loz I really love listening to it and uh, this song is for all of the Marys out there, enjoy
you gonna move? Sounds was 4K1G. Cruising down the street in my Commodore. Aboriginal woman, <laughs> down to the streets, I would roll. I heard it on my radio. Mixing up a daily variety of music 24-7. Stand by me. Streaming online at 4K1G.org. 4K1G, 107.1 FM. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Station sponsor. Bosch Super Deals now at Harvey Norman. Get a bonus Bosch cordless drill with the Bosch Unlimited 7 Pro Animal Rechargeable Stick Pack. Just $699. Bonus $65 gift card and bonus local delivery on Bosch 9 Kilo Washer. Now $1299. Bonus $70 gift card plus bonus local delivery on Bosch Series 6 Dishwasher. Only $1299. Bonus $100 gift card on Bosch German Made Pyrolytic Oven. Super Deal now just $1979. Limited time only at Harvey Norman. Don't miss out. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G. This is the Saturday Fishing Show. And welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And we certainly are live across North Queensland. Just had a message during the air break from my mate uh, Gav. Gav was saying he got out to the Mac Patches over at Lodestone. And he went out on Tuesday, Gazza. And Wednesday. I was just talking to him. Oh, okay. The Mac are absolutely <coughs> everywhere. Bag limit. They got their bag limit within yeah. 15 minutes, as you do when it's only one or two. Uh, they were just trolling. Um, and there was big schools at the back of the reef. And they were all feeding on top water. So. Oh, would have been good to throw a few poppers around. It like. would have been fantastic to throw a few poppers around. But yes, a few people. Wall, uh, Wall just sent me, Windscreen Wally just sent me a photo of some beautiful brim and good size whiting. So um, some nice fish getting around. Show me the photo. Whether it be um, whether it be blue water or creeks. And Pete from Cranbrook just said, not that he's fishing, he just said how windy it is at the moment. It said it's blowing its butt off at Cranbrook. So there you go. There's Windscreen Wally's whiting and Ooh, brim. elbow slappers. Elbow slappers, really good. But look at them whiting. They are gorgeous. Yeah, no. So uh, so it's been some really good fish around and a, a lot of uh, good reports during the week with that weather. And yep. how many people would have pulled a sickie during the week yeah. with that little break in the, in good weather. So uh, And then all they would have been waiting for today. Yeah. And all of a sudden... As I head over to the Ames weather stations and look at Cleveland Bay. What's it doing? It is south southwesterly at 30 knots. No, it's not. Well, that's what it says. No. 
Yes. Are you serious? Serious. So All right, we're going to need an on-water report. Anyone who's down, you don't have to be fishing, but if you're down the beach or something like that, give us a call. Um, you know the number. And for our new listeners, here we go, 47244824. Remembering we don't take calls um, during um, non-ad breaks for bingo numbers and so forth, as most of our listeners know. So that during the ad break. But if we see the phone ringing while Gaz and I are chewing the fat like we are now, hopefully it's for a reporter you just want to talk about anything that you guys there, want to talk about that's fishing related give us a call and get the webcam well that is horrible out there Th- and we all know south south look at the white caps already yes. and south southwesterly is very dangerous so just be a little bit careful um yeah. 18 knots if you're down the beach give us a call 47244824 and while we are doing that um as gary and i always like to uh publicize because it's an important thing if you're feeling a little bit down, lifeline one three double one one four. Chris Wilcox just sent me a photo from almost daylight. I'm going to um, take a call, guys. Yeah, and it uh, wherever Chris is, it's not too bad. Good morning, fishing show. Yeah, mate, Bill here. Hey, Bill, where are you, buddy? Go down the boat ramp. Yeah, what's she like? I blew the dog off the chain. <laughs> How many boats are out? Uh, there's a couple, not many. No, I think I, I woke up. A couple put in and they come back. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Because uh, I was really surprised. I got up for my old man leak about three o'clock, and uh, the the gum trees at the back of the house were whistling. So I'm like, wow, that's a change. Something's happened there. So yeah, it sure is. Yep, highly surprising. So, uh, which is good because I'm uh, returning uh, my upbringing for my beautiful mum and dad and, and helping paint their house this this weekend. And um, I hate hate working when uh, when it's glassed out outside on the weekend. So that's good for me <laughs> if, if it's uh, blowing. Right. Yep, good on you, Bill. Hey, you thanks for that. Catch you. All right, thanks, Bill. Bye. Oh, did Bill get a number? Yeah, yeah, you? Bill got a number before, which was good. Yeah, so that lifeline number again, 131114 if you need to have a chat. They're great people. What do you got there, Gaz? Uh, oh, just a couple of pictures sent to me of screenshots and out by Davies, and they couldn't get a bite out of them, but that's yeah. what happens when you're a Gumby, Chris. Yeah. Uh, Mr Evans, Greg uh, was saying it's blowing 25 knots out at Mount Low at the moment. Chris so. Wilcox sent me a photo just before, and wherever he is at daylight this morning... Stuart Prison. Um, it uh, looks pretty good, So, but that has all changed. So just be a little bit careful out there. It's um, yeah. Mal the Crate Man. Good morning, Mal. Mal sent me uh, last week's catch of some whiting. Oh, wonderful. Mal, we'll have you in the show again in a, in a <clears throat> month or two's time. You can come 36, and join us. 36 centimetres. Oh, beautiful. So some beautiful whiting there, Which mate. is definitely considered what they call an elbow slapper. Yes. Let me have a little read from one of our fantastic listeners of something that he sent us through the week. G'day, Marty and Gaz. Keep up the great work, guys. I have questions for either the BLA guys or maybe an auto electrician or someone smarter than me. Coming to Gaz and I was not the right choice, my (laughs) friend. I have always used a DC-DC charger in my boat. So the alternator on the outboard charged my house batteries and when they get to 14 volts, then send power forward to the bow and charge my Minn Kota batteries. But when I took my boat in for the last service, the outboard mechanic said that's a major no-no and it can fry the motherboard in the the Minn Kota. 
I run it through a 60 amp circuit breaker as per the main Minn Kota installation guide, but not sure if I should be doing this or not. Any advice would be appreciated because almost all of my mates' boats wired up using DC DC chargers, also. Thanks, boys. Now, for me, I'm 100% with him. And I'm not saying that the boat mechanic was wrong, but he's done everything right. That's what that's for. Yeah. Um, I, and I, he's got a 60 amp circuit breaker. So you and I were talking about, uh, and um, to, to, the, to the gentleman who sent that in, um, Paul Alect, who is a show sponsor who I wanted to see, he took advantage of the weather yesterday. Um, so yep. he, he wasn't around for me to see him on yesterday. But we'll certainly follow up with Paul. So let Alect. me um, put this in layman's terms. Please. So, old mate's got a Simon, is it? It is. Simon's got a um, a DC DC charger. So when he's st- cranking batteries charged up from his motor, yeah. So it that then the, sends the charge to his Minkota batteries for sure. So alternator charges the cranking, correct? Yep. They get to fourteen volts, which is full. Yep. Yep. And then off to the Minkota battery. Yes. And old mate mechanic said that will blow your control board motherboard on your Minkota. Don't do it. But I can't because it's got a circuit breaker. I can't understand what he's done wrong there. And the only reason I I say that is because most of my friends have it wired up that way. And I'm not saying that they're right. Yeah. It's an interesting one because I don't know really know because I'm not an auto elect. No, and I. You know, and if you looked at my wiring under my console, you would really agree with me. No, uh, and that's where we need to talk to the likes of Paul from Alect um, yep. or Bennett, just to get that. And we are going to have them boys in on the show, um, but the circuit breaker is should it's work. It should work. But okay, okay, I'm gonna. It's gonna peak. It's gonna fry on my motherboard. Circuit breaker goes click. Game over. Yeah. So it will end whatever charge was happening there and not fry the Minkota. But there must be, for the mechanic to say that, he must have a different theory of, of where things can go pear-shaped. Yeah, but I can't see where if everything's right. That's no. a good one for Javo or um, yeah. or from BLA or the um, boys from ALEC. Or yeah, and while we're speaking of ALEC, don't forget, guys, if uh, you go in and spend $500 on services or goods in at um, ALEC, which is on Bayswater Road, uh, you get a ticket to go into the draw to win two nights accommodation at the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. So that's a cracker. How cool is that? Yeah, really good. Hey, uh, speaking of today's show... Yeah, please. Um, Chris Wilcox on at 9 o'clock. Well, the man is uh, very, very, very knowledgeable. He went out during the week and got a nice feed of trout and stuff, so it'll be good to... I'll be uh, looking forward to having a chat with good Chris. Good to have a little chat with yeah. him. Yeah. I'm actually at Lucinda Fishing Lodge this Sunday with the boys from Napa. It's our annual. Yeah, you're not in the show next No, week. I'm not in the show. You're going to have Shez in for Shez company. Shez wants to come in for a chinwag. Yep. And so, uh, so I'll be uh, living it up in the beautiful Hinchinbrook. Um, uh, and Adam from Audacity is actually up there same weekend. He's got charters on. So she's going to be a bit rowdy in them rooms just quietly because Adam's taken up four rooms yeah. and we've taken up three. So um, And then I think the, the police have got the last <coughs> room. So. How's this our awesome home builder, DJ Jones from DJ Jones Homes? Yes. Um, did a trip to the reef. I uh, took uh, Carson with him, 13-year-old Carson, two trips to the reef, and he got his first emperor at eight kilo and uh, first nanny and first emperor. So they had a really nice feed there. So, yes. So How well done, that? dude. I can see a couple of mackerel there and some sweeties and some trout. 
and some emperor and bits of all sorts. So good on you, Deej. You Way a, to go. I you love look. a good red freight. They're a cool-looking fish. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I, um, <laughs> uh, if you want a home built, give the gang at um, DJ Jones Homes a ring. Reese Bullymore. Nothing wrong looking at that setup for him. Make sure he no. has an isolation switch on the Mincota, not just the circuit breaker. <laughs> if he's running lithium, then there are other issues that may need to be addressed depending on the alternator output. So uh, there's one from Yeah, Reece. I'm with Reese. And Reese has got more gadgets on his boat than the gadget shop in town, so yeah. he'll be, he be up to speed on it. So. Yes. So my little... Okay, so uh, and I've had it's it's about that time where I had my little tiny gripe. It's yeah, tiny... go on. Okay, so do you want to had... get an ad out of the way? Or you want your gripe? I'm going to have my gripe. Go so on. So we had you don't the... want to waste your gripe. We had the weather from hell this weekend, right? Last weekend. Uh, yeah, last weekend. Yeah, starting back um, last week. So anyway, on Saturday night. Again, and it's just so unfair because it's our boat ramp. Went there, there was something gone at the entertainment centre. And oh, this, this is your... Yeah, yeah, well, go. okay. So this night was a two-night week, two-night night. Night, yes. It was everyone who was heading out for the reef on the Friday night, Fish Saturday, they were wanting to go out. So we rock up around about 9 o'clock, 8.30, 9 o'clock, which is, you know, a, a normal time. Get there at when we got there. There was four boats, four boats cruising around, Trying driving to around to find somewhere to park, because the Coast Guard again not did not leave a single, not a single spot for the boats for the boaties. That's our ramp. That's Drew, our ramp. You this gets up your goat, doesn't oh, it? Oh, pisses not me off. Not only you. But even it's the fisheries wrong. couldn't get a car park. The fisheries couldn't get a park, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a sec. So anyway, there's a boat in front of me, and then I pull up, and then there's a boat that comes in behind me, and we're all like, well, what do you do? Now, there's going to be listeners out there say you're a dick to travel for 10 minutes and go to the other ramp. Certain boats launch and retrieve way better on the Coast Guard ramp than what they do on our other Ross Creek ramps. That is the reasoning. The pitch of the ramps are different. So, and you know, for me, in all honesty, it's a convenience thing. Well, because I launch and I'm ten seconds away from, from where I want to start right fishing, there. rather than going all the way around. Yes. they're right there. For the other boats, like the other boat that we we're talking to, which was a big boy, he goes, "I don't like the other ramps because I've got to pull out on the low tide." Other ramps are brilliant. Let's mm. not. But when I pull out of the low tide, the pitch is a lot more, and I struggle. The truck, even though I'm four wheel drive, slides everywhere. That was his reasoning. Whereas the Coast Guard ramp, since could, they did it up, it's yeah, per, it's beautiful. Oh, there. absolutely gorgeous. So fair enough, you've got to sink the trailer a bit more, but to pull them big boats out, the pitch is nowhere near as enough. Yeah. And then the Coast Guard comes along and sells every single spot. It's bullshit. You can't and like if it's a twenty twenty five knot, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But they knew they would have sat there and gone, you know what? It is perfect weather. It is perfect weather. Should we should we leave just a little bit? Just a few? No. No, nothing. But if we come along and just park willy-nilly in front of everywhere, all that's doing is inconveniencing the poor people that 
legitimately block them all in. Yeah, but block them all in. That's what you feel like doing. Yeah, that's what you feel like doing. It's it's our. Well, you, you can't. I know you just need make to make money. money, and that's fair enough. But leave a few car parks. Leave a few. Block a little area. Give us off. something. Yeah. Give us something. And what's the rule in the next morning? Because when we come back, because obviously it's an entertainment, whatever's on at the entertainment centre. So there's alcohol involved. So people do the right thing. So they go. So the next morning, there's a stack of people. And that was the Sunday morning? Yeah. Well, technically. That's the Sunday morning. So there's a stack of people who are still parked there from the night before. Well, technically the Port Authority finds them. The that the Coast Guard ramp. When you drive into the Coast Guard ramp during this is during the week. Mm. As you drive in all the way down to your left, you're allowed to park cars there with no trailers during the week to go to Maggie Island or whatever you want to gotcha. do. But the right hand side is no cars without trailers unless you're in those four little car parks up in the bottom corner there. Yeah. So the right hand side during the week is no cars without trailers. Um, Port Authority drive around and fine you yeah. um, if you do. So has there just been a big blind eye turn there? Because uh, the, there was no tickets. Well, he might not have got around there yet. Yeah. I don't know how often they drive. I've, I've actually, um, over the years, seen them write tickets and place them under windows there. Yeah, but would you have a leg to stand on? Oi, I was here last night and I brought this. I paid uh, for this spot. But you're there the next day. It's, it's changed. So, so does the Coast Guard go, up. this is for... It just that time only. Yeah, it's technicalities, which which I well, don't it's, know. It's a boat ramp. Yeah, it's, it's well, not when, a car park. Well, when I got there on Wednesday, because I launched from there on Wednesday, because the same reason you are, I like that ramp. Um, it's easy to launch. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and nice and convenient. Um, I, I parked on the grass because the whole side where But then you're, you're risking a fight. Yeah, I am. And, or the whole area... Um, where you're allowed to park with cars with no trailers, which is they're allowed to do that, um, was all full. And then the little area where you're allowed to was full as well. So I found a little spot on the grass. Good. But when I got back, um, in that top corner um, where there's about three or four car parks close to the ferry terminal, there was about 15 cars along there. And I actually parked right behind them all in because they were in the de-rigging zone where you drive up. Park yeah. you and then get your rods out of the boat. Get whatever you've got to do. So I parked mm. behind them all. Kayleen yeah. said, what if they come out and want to get out of it? And I said, well, they'll have to wait. Well, the boat that was in front of us, he said, stick <laughs> it up your ass. So he parked somewhere that would have been of high inconvenience. The problem yeah. is, is the next morning, if he stays out overnight, which he would have, he's still parked there. So then he looks like an idiot. Yeah, he he's the one. There. He's the one that looks like an idiot when really... The Coast Guard were idiots. Well, and, and look, yeah, it comes down to common sense. I love the Coast Guard. Brilliant. You do a brilliant job. And, and when I had my e-tech, you saved me a million times. But well, you had your seasons pass. <laughs> See, I made best friends with them all. <laughs> We've become acquaintances. Um, but you're doing the wrong thing there. We've got a fair gripe there. It's a fair gripe. Yeah, especially- Have half. Instead of making eight grand for the night, make four and leave. Hey, yeah, especially if yeah. it's four... Five knots. If, it, if they should, they need to have a rule. If it's a ten knot weekend, you need to leave this many car yeah. parks because people are gonna use it most definitely. But then on the flip side, so uh, in our little row, and here's the here's the funny thing. So eight thirty nine o'clock park in the night, end, right down the far end uh, to the opposite end. You where, couldn't you know get where up that, just up on the grass. I was scared of getting the ticket. 
Yeah, I haven't heard of a lot of people getting tickets I over have... the years since that big hoo ha a few years ago. Okay. I haven't heard, but I the I haven't other, done it for many years. The other day on Wednesday, I did think, oh geez, I'll come back to a ticket, mm. um, but but I haven't so far. Look, if I parked on the grass and did get a ticket, that would be oh you'd that be would off. be great. Oh yeah, definitely. But that would open the door for you know if, if yeah. I could be bothered. But I've, I've, this is my platform, and it's a bloody good one. Yeah. Um, so pull up, and then there's there's a little. Busted ass Tinny rocks up behind me, yeah, and in, in this four wheel drive, and uh, absolutely no markings, no nothing on it. So anyway, I'm like, I'm beating my chest, going angry and whatever. Yeah. And the other boaties aren't happy either. So then I go over to this guy to say, look, there's no ramps here, there's no car parks, this is bullshit. Whatever. And he puts his window down, and then this arrogant little shit um, starts talking to me. What's wrong? I'm like, well, there's no car parks because they're all sold out and whatever. And then I noticed the uniform. And I said, oh, I use the fisheries. And he goes, yep. And I'm like, whatever. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just pure arrogance he was. And uh, But the thing is, is that no signage on the boats, no red stripes, no no Queensland fisheries, no nothing. So they mustn't need that. I was, so they don't, eh? Okay. Well, no. the, the, our listeners can't see you shaking your head, Gaza. No, they don't. Thank you. <laughs> well, how do you? They might have just been going for a barra fish in uniform. Uh, well, that's all they wear. I know what they're going for, but they, they're, they're at the they, wrong beach. They, they, uh, they, mate, no, they don't have to. You got unmarked police cars. Yeah, fair enough. So no, they would have just been weather's good. Just go and have a little look around. Yeah, well, they didn't launch. Well, they hadn't good, couldn't get a car park, and they didn't go through my boat with a fine crew, to which go. really surprised me because that they surprised hate your me guts, too. Which really surprises me. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought, there, yep, there's the dump duck on the side yeah, of the yeah. boat. Let's go in. Yeah, yeah. You, you were the, taller than him. The, <laughs> oh, I wonder. Who, <laughs> no, I thought I was talking to an eight-year-old. They would have waited till you were on the water. He's on the water. Let's Don't get worry, him. I was looking. <laughs> you know. <laughs> They've got your picture up in the car. Don't worry about that. Oh, yeah. Well, we, <laughs> I, I fitted a new prop that night. That, oh, uh, a bigger that, pitch or? That Brendan gave me. So, uh, well, I, I massacred my uh, my other one. What you hit? Um, Something hard. It's, it's, in it's the like, channel or creek? And or? I give up. I don't know how I've still got a gearbox. I've been very, very unlucky. Was it creek or? No, an open. In the open. Um, Reese Bullymore will be laughing because he was parked behind me at the tournament one day. Yeah. And in the pre-fish, I hit my prop. But I hit it because I had to give it a gutful coming up the boat ramp at Lucinda because uh, it must be the way my trailer sits. So when I drive my boat up, the yeah. boat tilted up on the wrong angle and I went, Bruh! and when it did that, it, it hit, it but it didn't go. It went. <laughs> it completely bent it up, like and this is stainless. Stainless, yeah. yeah. And they're expensive these props. So I don't know how much money I spent on props. So that was that was that one. And then another one where I hit like a turtle or something oh, in the don't bay. Say that. Yeah, an object. An object in the well, or something like that. Yeah. And it um it completely bent one whole yeah. prop shaft. So no, not shaft, a uh, blade. Blade, yeah. And um, so that was the end of that one. And then this one, I've hit something hard again. And but did you feel it? Was it a long hit? Job. Yeah, yeah, big time. How fast were you going? Reasonably, not, yeah, fifty, fifty oh. k. Yeah, yeah, just cruising. Um, Creek and, or out in the o- no, out in the open, out yeah. in the shipping channel. 
Weird, isn't it? Yeah, it was like it was a container just underneath the water or something, which it wasn't. Oh, yeah, but, but something hard. But it was long because yep. it got every single blade. And wow. when, when it hit, it went... And then my motor started shaking really bad, so that was it for me. I was frightened then. You hit home. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could feel because my steering wheel, when everything's good, it's just you, you can't feel a yeah. thing. It's just... It, it just the slight vibration. Been there, done that through. on a tree. Whereas then this happened, and instantly it started going, holding on to it, and my hands shaking, yeah. and I'm like, nah, that's it. So I turn around, and I come back. And the prop wasn't that bad, but all three blades were busted. Well, so. I lost, last time I did mine, I hit a tree with when Chez, or took Chez for a fish. Yeah, yeah. And lost half the blade of my aluminium prop. Looked all good from my side. I said, yeah. oh, it looks all good from here. And Chez goes, not very good from my side. Yeah, well, so, mine's taken three proper beatings now and gearboxes. Fine. I yeah, don't, like, if you looked at the E-Tech to your side, if you looked at it side on, the gearbox would go... I've... Uh, <laughs> you want to take that call? It might be someone about it's prop maintenance probably, or like fisheries. Probably Bombardier. <laughs> Talking yeah. about... E-Tex. Yeah, yeah, E-Tex. Mate, some people have had very good runs with E-Tex. They have indeed. Good morning, fishing show. Oh, g'day. Uh, hey, Jason from Kelso here. Um, mate, I saw Gary and actually I saw Kayleen actually at the boat ramp on uh, Wednesday. Oh, that uh, we wondered who that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they did uh, far better than what I did, uh, the Sharks, but uh, Kayleen. Oh, because Kayleen said uh, she was talking to you and, um, or you mentioned something about, oh, you guys go on billfish. And I said, whoever that was will have known us somehow. Or um, we did a little bit of billfishing, but the sharks moved in in our little areas after we'd got a couple of fish, so it wasn't too bad. Uh, we, ha- we had the mackerel actually jumping out of the water the second they hooked up. And um, yeah, lost four and just. Uh, moved on. Sharks are up their bum that quick. If you don't mind me asking, what sort of, which area we're in with your mackerel? Uh, Out around um, that shark shoal area. Oh, right, yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, we we went to the mac patches first up. Yep. um, And then uh, there was a couple of boats there, but I found a little patch away from everyone and um, we got a couple there and then um, went out chasing some bottom fish, as I've said before, and we got a few bottom fish up. Um, and then the sharks moved in, so we left there and and ventured oh, around. We, we had, yeah, we had like uh, I think there was about eight uh, big bull sharks uh, just underneath the boat, circling around. Uh, yep. And that's why I just pulled a pin on it and yeah, came yeah came back in closer. But um, um, yeah, we actually uh, got the biggest spotty I've ever seen, a meter ten. Uh, spotty, wow, so Th- that's big, a good spotty. Mm-hmm. Aren't they a beautiful-looking yeah, yeah. mackerel? They're gorgeous fish. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they are, and, and uh, their fillets are uh, way... They look way better than Spanish mackerel. I agree uh, with yes. that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they, they look great. But, uh, but no, Gary, with uh, regards to the parking, oh, that was just... Uh, that was just so... Yeah, yes. Uh, it was just as bad as I've ever seen it. Uh, yeah. With... Uh, you know, I, I spotted one spot as I went around, and uh, I said, "Yep, that'll do me." Yes. Come back around again. I think you saw me do a couple of laps. Yep. And there was an empty one. I've come back around, and there was a bloody car parked in there, uh, no trailer on it. Yeah. Uh, They've got to police that end of it. Circling back around. Yeah, and hopefully no one got fined on the grass because it was fairly busy there. So. 
Yeah, well, I had to legally park, and yep. uh, and yeah, it, like it's on your mind the whole time. You're going to come back to a ticket, and uh, it is. Know, sort of yeah, it's a bit of a damper on the day. Yeah, well, I haven't uh, seen one turn up in the mail yet, so hopefully I'm no, right. I better not get one. I'll be putting on a song and dance if I do. Yeah, I'll, yep. jo- I'll join you down at the the council. Although it's, the, I think the port, oh, the grass might be different. The port do the car park. And I yeah, think the do. council's the grass or the police's grass. Remember all those years ago before we got our big um, boating complex down there at Boundary Street? Yep. And yep. the amount of people that used to get fined mm-hmm. um, and the hoo-ha over that. So, and so uh, there should have been a hoo-ha. Yes. Disgusting. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Because of their poor management, we're copping fines. Yep. Yes. Um, no, it should be the other way around. Do you remember yeah. – I remember people used to be parked all the way down at the Ozone Cafe and – you know, Way down the road. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah, walking back yeah. to the boat ramp for, for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, well, you used oh, to try and get there in the dark just to, to get a car park back but in the But then everyone else had the same, same idea. idea. <laughs> it looked like yeah. the walking dead at four in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> the fishermen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's right. But, you know, like, uh, uh, quite seriously, there's, there's, you know, none of those people that are parked down there, just cars only, are paying boat registrations nope. or... Uh, trailer registrations or anything it's supposed to be a facility for uh, boats and trailers isn't it yeah a hundred percent and they're there stealing it so they don't have to pay five bucks to get for parking to go over the island for the day yeah yeah it's, it's crap it yep. is i agree buddy there's some numbers may i'll grab one off you thanks yeah yeah what was the name sorry bro jason jason that's right how are you? there we go jace you are number let me put my goggles on how good was the weather though Oh, mate, when you can actually steer your boat out and back uh, just at your knees, it's pretty good, eh? Yeah. Number eight for you, Jace. Thanks, mate. Hey, how many whales did you see down south? Uh, hardly any. I see, We've seen two way in the distance. There was none around us. What about you guys? Oh, e- easy 30. Oh, no, we seen none where we were. And we were, we, oh, well, no. we were, not for, we were probably five miles south of Bunnings. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Uh, so no, we seen nothing. Nothing. I seen yeah. a couple jump way in the distance, and that was it. I love being on the boat with someone who hasn't seen the whales in real life before, because it Absolutely. is, it is That's just the best. Yeah, yeah, it is the yeah. best. That you just see the joy and an emotional experience in their face, and it is emotional, isn't yeah. it, Jace? It's like they are oh, just absolutely incredible, um, you know, incredible creatures. Yeah, yeah. You just don't realise how big they are, especially those you get those big bull um, whales. And, yep. uh, like they are, they are really big. They are and, monstrous. Uh, yeah, the cow and the yeah. There's so many cows out there with uh, two generations of yeah, you know, like uh, last year's calf and this year's calf, or. or Something like that. Good sign, isn't it? Yeah, I've never seen so many, and uh, yeah, probably a bit of a warning for people travelling at in the in the dark. Yes, uh, what Gaza said. You, yeah, that's yeah, why I leave just on daylight. If you do hit yeah. one of them at speed, it's all over. Mm. You're not, you, you'll come out second best. Well, you definitely want to know someone that can fix your prop, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that will be my next thing, but I won't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jace. You have a great day. Hey, what was my number? Eight, Jace. Thanks, buddy. Catch Good you. on you, mate. See, See you, man. buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. There we go. The mystery solved. Yeah, yeah. Who Kayleen spoke to at the ramp. Well, when we spoke to 
it's been a strange week, and I know the likes of Chris that we're going to have on yeah. later, and yourself done well and everything. But the majority of people that I've spoken spoken to, I've spoken to Gary, yeah, have actually had. Oh. <laughs> they didn't have a good trip. No, we had a great trip, mate. It was good. Yeah, they, but they struggled. The fishing was not what yeah, they but, wanted it to be. But I can fish, mate. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you know what, uh, what no. um, Brendo and I got? We got yeah. the barra, but. Um, we, inside the harbour, actually got onto a school of salmon. Oh. So only blueies, but, but past the time. But, mate, they're good fun. And some they good go blueies off. amongst them. They go off, they're good. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. You may want to go to an ad break, mate. You're mate, two behind. I reckon. Two blocks behind. I'm not two blocks. It's only eight o'clock. Yeah, there's three blocks an hour. Right. Well, I'm two behind, so we'll do a double very, very shortly. <laughs> Let me get... Um, uh, I saw these guys at the Civic Theatre last year and it was the best concert I'd seen in a long time. And this is one of their covers that they do. So sit back and enjoy this one because it's a cracker. 25 years on the lapis still Try to get up that great big hill of hope For a destination And I realise quickly when I knew I should
the COVID-19 lockdown's coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Bosch Super Deals now at Harvey Norman. Get a bonus Bosch cordless drill with the Bosch Unlimited 7 Pro Animal Rechargeable Stick Pack, just $699. Bonus $65 gift card and bonus local delivery on Bosch 9 Kilo Washer, now $1299. Bonus $70 gift card plus bonus local delivery on Bosch Series 6 Dishwasher, only $1299. Bonus $100 gift card on Bosch German Made Pyrolytic Oven, Super Deal, now just $1979. Limited time only at Harvey Harvey Norman, don't miss out. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town. With all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your red arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Ah, another great day in the city of Townsville. You, put your hands behind your back what? and get on the ground. Yeah, right, okay, 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 okay. Identify yourself. Who are you and what are you doing here? Uh, Dave Daly and I work here. It's, it's work, okay? That's where I work. What's in your pockets? Okay, I've, I've got a double pass to the movies and also a $50 seafood voucher. Oh, really? So what do you do for a living? I'm the breakfast announcer here at 4K1G, if you really want to know. Oh, wow. Uh, well, you've got any giveaways? Ring in like everybody else. I can't just... Give it to you. You just keep your hands where we can see them. Oh, sorry. The hell is this? Hey. Oh, so you're on the radio. Yeah, well, I guess that would explain why you're driving around in this flashy Ford Cortina. Thank you. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot to base. Calling for backup. we got a fat guy here who looks like he might be trouble. Fat? The Dave Daly Show. Weekdays from 6am on 4K1G. Too deadly. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. 
With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Bosch Super Deals now at Harvey Norman. Get a bonus Bosch cordless drill with the Bosch Unlimited 7 Pro Animal Rechargeable Stick Pack, just $699. Bonus $65 gift card and bonus local delivery on Bosch 9 Kilo Washer, now $1299. Bonus $70 gift card plus bonus local delivery on Bosch Series 6 Dishwasher, only $1299. Bonus $100 gift card on Bosch German Made Pyrolytic Oven, Super Deal, now just $1979. Limited time only at Harvey Norman. Don't miss out. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes. Oh, sorry, Marty. What You're all right, buddy. Take it for you me, buddy. Re- I'm going to call Mick from you Monaco ring, in the moment. Let's, uh, let's have a little look at the uh, the uh, tides for today. Even though you, are, you. you won't get out the front all that well, it's going to be a little bit lumpy. But uh, we'll just see. Uh, yeah, what? I'm going to give you this number to take first. Oh, go on then. Go on. You Morning take- Fishing Show. Hello? No, All scratchy right, line, Marty. Hang up on them. Where Ring up? back. Today's tides, uh, we got a high tide of 2.37, 2.37 at uh, 10 o'clock. And then 3.51pm is a low of one point. Good creek tides if you want to sneak down the creek. You won't get out the front. Uh, it'll be a little bit uh, ordinary with the south westerlies. And at 10.45 tonight, you've got a 2.91. Uh, tomorrow's tides, 4.5, 4.53 in the morning, 1.4 metres. And 10.37 is a 2.29. So good little run-in tides and then a nice run-out tide to 4 o'clock tomorrow. Is good little barra tides down the creek. And the high is at 11.07. So great tides if you want to sneak down the creek. Not too bad for that. you are the, ready to go. Is it you there, Mick? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I am. Oh, How are you? Good, mate. Marty was dawdling on the. Uh... I wasn't. Well, hectic. I'm sorry, my friend. <laughs> and I, and oh, I knew good. you've been with us long enough now to know what was going on there. So I thought, no, Mick would just sit there and wait for it all to uh, click he did together. Well. He, he did. Didn't? You surprise me every week, mate. <laughs> yeah, we do. We are a box of chocolates, aren't we? We surprise ourselves. <laughs> Normally at ten, five past ten, we uh, we turn the show off and we look at each other and go, what was that? Nah. <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> yeah. How, how bloody windy is it out there? I've, I've, I've snuck inside because I had my hose out and water on the lawn and I was getting... Well, oh, that hose wouldn't have stayed out long in that cold wind. <laughs> you get it on that grass and then straight back inside, mate. Oh, bloody hell! It, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was listening to the to your show on the way in this morning, and um, young Bill rang up and he said it to blow a dog off his off its chain, and um, just let him know I found it. It's here in uh, Motorco. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, he's flying through the air, so I thought I'd pick him up for him. So, Bill, if you're looking for your dog, I've got him, mate. Yeah, no, she's uh, th- thirty knots southwesterly in the bay. Yeah, right. Where'd that come from? Ah, uh, southwest. Day, the from the southwest, <laughs> mate. And and that is punishment. <laughs> that is punishment for having four or five days of good weather. Didn't we have a beautiful week? Yep. Yeah. So this will be here for the next six months now. <laughs> Blow all the mangoes off too. Yeah. Oh yes. Yep. This will be the start yeah. of our mango wins. But anyway, let's how'd see you what go? Uh, how'd you go at the UFO festival at Cardwell last week? 
Mate, what a fantastic event that was. Did you uh, see any? Yeah, oh, there's a few aliens. Yeah, I yeah, bet there was. There's a few, there's a few aliens, but uh, that's what makes it a bit of fun. So uh, it was, it, no, it was good. Neil did well. She sold quite a few uh, paintings and uh, surfboards and so now, forth. Now, so, does uh, she do any for the UFO festival? Does yeah. she do any UFO related paintings and then sell them no, there? No, no. I don't know if there's a. Yeah, I guess it would be a mark because people. Well, it's the UFO festival. To, uh, it is. It was a tenth anniversary as well. So, um, no, we, we we took up a heap of uh, product and um, we sold about three quarters of it. So, uh, well, Tennille sold three quarters of it. I went and played golf at. Uh, yeah, at I was going to say you would. <laughs> you would. I was just going to say, do you have a hit? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, great and little track up there. Is it a nice little it course? It is. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, I, I should send you some photos. Actually, I, I did take a couple of. Uh, no, I don't want the bush. Photos. I want the course. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want I don't want photos of you in the trees looking for your balls. Here's one of another gum tree. Here's one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, uh, mate, on to business. That's a nice car you've sent there today. Yeah, did you see that? I did. Excellent. Got through. I thought the wind might have held it up. No, it no, I've got it, mate. It's a beautiful looking aftermarket wheels. What is it? It's a 2015 Holden Colorado Seven. So it's like a Colorado, but with seven seater wagon. So. Yep. Um, Automatic, turbo diesel, four-wheel drive. Uh, it's got a tow bar on it. Nice set of wheels, as you said. Yes. Uh, it's only done about 160,000 Ks. Um, and um, it's a 25,990 drive away. Today. Oh, mate, that's it's a beautiful-looking car. Is that yeah, a... Very, very, very tidy car. Did someone it's bring really that in and sell? Uh, you bought it off them? Or? Tra- no, it was a trade-in. Very nice. Yes, yes no, very, very, very tidy car. It's a... Uh, it's worth having a look, and uh, a seven-seat four-wheel drive wagon under thirty grand these days is uh, is getting harder to harder to find. So yeah, I've got a mate who's misses. Well it looks like a mate's misses's car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's not because it's mine. Oh well, yeah. No, used to be. Used to be. <laughs> oh, okay. Looks like. Oh, right. But it oh, probably okay. isn't. There's probably a heap of them around, but it looks very yeah, similar. Yeah. But no, very no. nice, mate. What nice very wagon? Cool, tidy car. Yeah, very tidy. It's beautiful. Twenty-five. What'd you say? Nine ninety. Yeah, that's a good Make price, it isn't it? Twenty-five today. Make it a twenty-five meter because uh, the wind blew the nine ninety off it. Oh, ma- that, mate, it's a good car. What a segue. Beautiful. <laughs> He's done well. No, very nice, mate. We were talking about Spatfers this morning. Who? Spatfers. When you wear your AFL pants too tight. <laughs> he said Mickle know about this. I yeah, said he's on. never worn tight shorts. He tried them once at indoor cricket, and we no, told him to Mick's take a them fan off. Of Billy, Billy yeah, Birmingham, wide world of sports. Good job. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> yes, I do know what you're talking about now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I knew I you would. Had, I thought you might have had. I thought you might have had a stutter there, guys. But no, good. No, no. You. Uh, well, wow. no, but uh, yeah, very ordinary day. So I guess you won't be going out the front today. Be nosing up into a creek somewhere, or yeah. The, yeah, the creek, uh, perfect the, uh, creek uh, tides. They're yeah, very good yeah, creek right tides up. if you want to go in the creek. So, so yeah, you having a hit today might help you with a bit of distance. No, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm catching up with uh, Parksy tomorrow morning at about eight o'clock. So, I seen uh, the big fella at the footy on Thursday. Oh yeah. And the, you know the one good thing about that? Yeah. Uh, well, there's two good things about it. One was I got to say good day to Parksy. And yeah. the second really good thing about that was I bumped into him before the game had started because I wouldn't have wanted to see him after the game because there is <laughs> no one more one-eyed about yeah, Cronulla. Yeah, 
Oh, mate, whenever he hears we have an ET on the show, he nearly camps yep. at the front steps just to say hello to him. It's like a, like a schoolgirl when ET's on. He doesn't get far because yeah. mum's blocked it off. <laughs> mum's there putting the makeup on and stockings and Your shit. Your mum? Yeah. What for Parks, your ET? <laughs> Mate, what time you... Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Mum. So, you yeah. say sorry to Mum. Sorry, Mum. Yeah. What time you open till today, mate? <laughs> uh, we're here at 1 o'clock, down here at 1618 Bowen Road, opposite the Rising Sun Shopping Centre, opposite Audi and Porsche. Drop in, say good day, um, and come and have a look at that fantastic Colorado 7. So, yeah, four-wheel drive, yeah, seven-seat wagon for under 30 grand. And keep Parksy oh, walking on that, on that course too, mate. He's looking good. He's lost, what, he 15 is, kilos yeah, or yeah. something, I reckon? Yes, yeah, he's um, he's trimming up the big fella, so it's good. It's uh, I think he feels a little bit better, and uh, he's looking wonderful. I'll be good to catch up with that, him tomorrow morning with oh. about eight o'clock. So uh, we'll, we'll have a we'll have a schooner before we tee off. I think. Oh, good on you! Wow, no, that good. sounds like living to me. Good on you, Mick. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great weekend and. Uh, uh, be careful out there. Watch where you flick your lures; it could come back at you. Yeah, in this wind. wind. Well, yeah, and yeah. stay out of the bush, Mick. <laughs> no troubles there. All right, boys. <laughs> See you, mate. See you, buddy. Bye, Bye, mate. There's Mick from Motorco. Beautiful Holden, Colorado station wagon-y type car. They're very, very nice. Um, Head down. It is $25,990, but if you head in today and see him, or probably even Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it'll be $25,000. Yeah. Breezy was just saying before, too, with that, uh, he couldn't see anything wrong with the Minn Kota, as you said, with the way that it's set up that Boise had done. Um, uh, He did say make sure that it has an isolator switch on the Minn Kota, not just the breaker. So, I've got an isolator. Yeah, yeah, I've it's got an a, isolator. Yeah, I always switch mine off. Yep. Um, it's one of those little levers, click it into place. Yeah. And then it went, and when I charge, I remember um, Jarvo's. Red Arc does a really good isolator, does, an SBI 12. Oh, thanks there, <laughs> Mr. Serial Number Man. Um, remember Jarvo said. Napa rep, buddy. Of the year. Um, <laughs> remember Jarvo's. Regret that. Java, yeah, bad luck there. You won't be at this year. No. You'll be going from the penthouse to the I'm, outhouse. I'm getting punished for having a cracker. Yeah, I will. Um, Javo said from BLA, um, make sure if you're charging your batteries yep. um, to either, A, disconnect your Minkota from the batteries. Right. Or if you've got a circuit breaker, switch it off and don't let it run its course right through. Javo said that. That's from the BLA man himself. Well, he's going to know. Yes. Yeah, so, but, but, but. What if, when you're underway though, when you when the boat's actually in motion, it's got to be connected, doesn't it? Well, it is. Yes, yeah. it, it is. He, is he talking about he, the home and the? He shed? was talking about your home station right. charger. So, gotcha. which I always do because oh, I press that little red button and it clicks my little switch off. Yeah. So no power can go into my batteries, then off to my motor. Yeah. So, just be careful with that. But we'll find out about. Um, Simon's. When you're um when you were trolling the other day, yes. What what screens you're hummingbird in? Are you just in two uh, D traditional? Ah oh, yeah, I was. But you know what I actually did? Tell me. Because I've, um, as we always say on this show, you're never too old to learn stuff. So no. so I've been interested in, um, and we know the Garmin and the Apex are very good in deep water. Yeah. Um. So I thought. I'm going to try. I've seen a few little tips in the States about getting depth out of your side imaging. And so I thought I'm going to set my side, <coughs> excuse me, set my side imaging up to see what depth I can read um, out on the bottom. How? Well, 
I dropped it back to four five five away from megahertz. The, yep, right. And and then I was in eighty two foot of water, uh-huh. and then I set it out to. Um, it was seventy or eighty meters either side. Is that max? I, I no. go in feet, so I'm not sure. Oh no! Well, I me- thought like 150 feet either side's about as far. Well, 70 as- meters is about um, that. 200 foot, 300, 220 odd foot either yep. side. And on 455, and with a little couple of tweaks with sensitivity and enhance, yeah, I was able to see little indentations in the bottom and. All sorts of stuff. On the blue screen. On the blue screen. Because, as we've said before, a lot of the guys use that um, orangey screen. Yeah. Doesn't suit my eyes as good as the blue screen does. So set it 455. Yeah. And then tweaked a couple of settings on sensitivity. Yeah. Um, I was able to see little... Well, I don't know whether they were wonky holes or what they were, but little indents in the bottom and little... Little rocks and stuff, so did it you, worked. Did you max your screen speed out? No, I left it at seven. Okay, I would Six, have thought seven. that you would have upped it to ten. Well, I didn't try that. Okay. I just, I got a reading. Um, in, in the deeper water, always go f- as fast as I it? can. 82 but That's foot. just me. Yeah, I got 82 I foot. 82 foot out of... Um, out of it on side imaging on the Helix Gen That's Four. That's good. Okay, so if you if you come across a, a let's say a um, bit of a trawler, yeah, you would have seen it. Oh yes, yeah, without a doubt. I could see the bait schools and I could see the mackerel around the bait schools. Okay, on the side imaging. Yes. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I I even got at one stage there. I got a bait school and I got shadows down the bottom, but the fish were sitting a bit deep there Very because. Good. If you think if I'm in 82 foot of water and then there's a mackerel or a school of mackerel at 30, their shadow's going to be 900 feet away. I mm. won't see it. But I, I got the bait schools and I got some harder um, – they're not – how did you explain it as as not being a shadow and not being a grain of rice? But they were just bigger, longer um, – I don't like – Bits on your sound, a bait school, then something a bit more solid beside it. So I got 82, 82 foot yep. um, of depth out of my GM4 by changing to 455, which is every the YouTube when I sat there, um, how to work for depth for your Yeah, side. and you know what? That's that's news to me because I didn't know that yes. you change your, yes. your megahertz. Yeah, and, and they all said drop it so down it, to the 455. When, when does 455, are you still in mega? No. No. You're in the old traditional. traditional. Okay. Still side imaging, but you remember... So it's like going back to a uh, Helix 1. Well, yeah, your 898s. They were 455 and 800. Yeah, yeah. Um, Your 800 Still brilliant. Yeah. Nothing wrong with... So I I dropped to the 455. So, yeah, it worked a treat for me. And and if you went over a rock or if you... A trawler, if you happen to go over a a boat, oh, it would have shown up beautifully. Oh, fantastic. And I'm, I'm pretty sure if I had a just played with the settings even more, like taking sharpness off or or played with enhance and sensitivity and speed, like you said. Yeah, um, you would have even defined it more. Yeah, and, and maybe even 
Um, and you know how we run ours in the freshwater mode. Yeah. Maybe if I dropped back to saltwater mode being further out, yeah. may have even helped. But that's um, spending a bit of time playing with it and I was Amazing. too busy fishing. But I was, I was pretty happy with that. I was driving along going, oh, look at that little indent. Oh, look at that. So, Good yeah. fun. So, yeah. But as we've always said, it's time on the water and getting yep. to know the equipment you have in the boat. So. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right, it's our um, uh, time now to go to another song and air break. Before we do, I was talking to Tyson uh, before, our, our um, local truckie. Yeah. And um, he was saying that they went crabbing a couple of weeks ago, and he and we we're talking about uh, Barney your crab. Yes. They got like nine of them that were just chockers with barnacles, and to the point, if there's such a thing, it's a bad problem to have. But they were too full. They were almost, it was hard to get the meat out of the shell because they were so, so loaded. So yeah. in that sort of situation there, your cooking method has to be, I would think, absolutely spot on. It would have to be perfect. So um, it'd be interesting to know how many barnacle crabs out there that are empty. Yeah. Yeah, if that's possible or not. Anyway, let's go to our next song in an ad break. I will line it up right now. And um, I'm a little bit of alternative they, uh, Just on the Everything Townsville Facebook page has just popped up. Um, there was a event out at um, North Shore, Coconut yeah. Events, for this morning, 7.30. To, it's been cancelled because of the wind. Blowing their marquees off the, off the ground. So. Wow. It has changed overnight. Um, had a stack of messages come through regarding uh, the boat ramp. Um, yes, I've had a heap. On the Friday night. Um, All through the week, Muddy was the same. A we lot out. of annoyance. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No car parks down there. And people still like using that ramp for convenience. So, yep. so uh, please let's just Coast not Guard, say, yeah. we love the job that you do and it's voluntary and uh, you should be commended. You're absolutely brilliant. But... You're making a boo-boo with this one, guys. Anyway, let's go to a bit of live music, a bit of alternative uh, music for me this morning. I'm a big fan of these guys, and this would have been a fantastic concert to go to, and I'm pretty sure you're going to know this song. So sit back, enjoy, and turn it up. Grab your vodka and your cigars and have fun. All right, we're going to do a special song for you guys. You guys down to do it? Let's do it. All right. This one's dedicated to you, the beautiful people of Scotland. We love you. If I get drunk, well I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you. And if I hate her, well I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man.
of Nevada, which is our home. And never ever in my wildest dreams did I think we would be playing it here in Scotland, where it is birth, where it is the home. This is incredible. I'm lonely. Well, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who's lonely without you. When I'm dreaming, well, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna dream about the time when I'm When I come home, well, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man going out on you. When I come home, well, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who's coming home to you. I'm gonna be the man who's coming home. Get a bonus Bosch cordless drill with the Bosch Unlimited 7 Pro Animal Rechargeable Stick Pack. Just $699. Bonus $65 gift card and bonus local delivery on Bosch 9 Kilo Washer. Now $1299. Bonus $70 gift card plus bonus local delivery on Bosch Series 6 Dishwasher. Only $1299. Bonus $100 gift card on Bosch German-made Pyrolytic Oven. Super deal. Now just $1979. Limited time only at Harvey Norman. Don't miss out. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Wanna know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 667. Station sponsor. 
First Nations Connect is Telstra's phone line and service centre for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander customers. You can call our friendly team on 1800 403 if you have any questions about your Telstra phone or internet plan. Or visit telstra.com and search First Nations Connect. That's 1800 403 and telstra.com. Search First Nations Connect. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K 1G Fishing Show. If you are out in the backyard, please make sure you tie yourself to something solid because apparently it is that windy out there, Gary Well, I was just talking to Hayden who's down the, excuse me, down the Horton and it is 25 knots down the Horton. Yeah. But he has already uh, boated a metre 05 barra. So how's that? That is fantastic. Down there with Talisha, well, whether Talisha and Cody are with him, but uh, yeah, I uh, said it's 25 knots and it is howling and cold. So, And I said to him, doesn't that make a mockery of the, when there's a W in the wind, yep. nothing bites. He's already got a metery. So, uh, but they are very, very good creek tides. Same as us with uh, neap tides, my friend. Well, there you go. The bay is still 27 knots from the southwest. So, so. it's dropped by three Now, knots. Greg Evans was saying... Talk to me. Um, Greg was saying people who would have gone out the reef last night and then trying to punch their way back this morning. So just be really careful. Yeah, definitely. Because um, uh, yesterday it was still decent. I could feel something in my waters... Yesterday around lunchtime, because that breeze had started kicking in, the palm trees were blowing out front yeah. of the Napa building. So, and that's never really a good sign. I'm like, oh, yeah. A so, bit of a change. Uh, if you're on your way in, just um, be very patient and just chug your way in. Yeah, throw a lure sure. out the back and just drive in. So, yep. a lot of people got out during the week. That's chug your way in, as opposed to what you do, Gaz, and that's tug your way in. Oh, I'm going to take. And then I come in fast the other day. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, fishing show. <laughs> G'day boys, Simon, uh, RSL Fishing Club, how are you? Oh, Simon, it is wonderful to hear your voice. We are fantastic. <laughs> how are you this morning? <laughs> yeah, good, good. You're saving yeah. us there from another innuendo that will get us taken off air one day. <laughs> <laughs> we're, um, we're down the Horton River as well. We're um, competing against the, um, the Ross Island uh, Amateur Fishing Club this weekend. Oh, really? What are yeah, you caught? Yeah. Maybe Hayden's in the comp. It could be. could be. Well, mate, you've got a metery to beat. Oh, no, we, we tried our hardest. We're the bloody freezing down here. It's all nice it's been cold as. Are you on the water now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must be um, tucked yeah. in the corner somewhere because Hayden, I could hear the wind howling through his phone. <laughs> yeah, we were at the mouth last night. The wind come down, but it was just freezing. But now we're up in the creek a bit more. Yeah. Yep. And what's in the esky, but, um, my friend? Oh, some, um, yeah, pl- plenty of salmon, plenty of grunner. Oh, good, good size grunner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, oh, not, not big ones. Just, um, just good size, but not, not, not your sixties or seventies. Just, just, you know, in, in your fifties. Oh, yeah. nothing wrong with that. You're still going to get a nice feed off them. Exactly. And, and tell uh, me, and do, yeah. do you keep the blue salmon for a feed? Are you, uh, do you eat them fresh or? Yeah, uh, yeah, only fresh. Yeah, I just, I just let the boys know. Just, it's, it's best just have them fresh. Yeah, yep. a bit of stir fry. Mm. Yep. And when they're fresh, there's nothing wrong with them. They're, they're quite palatable. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, very nice. How many people? Um, yeah. 
Oh, gorgeous. What do you do with the coconut milk? You just put the fillets in there or do you pour it over the top and let it simmer? Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a stir fry and then um, add the coconut milk, you know, halfway through and just, yeah, like you say, just let it nicely soak in and down low and um, it just gives that nice little edge on it, yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Sounds yummy. So, Who are you fishing against? The Alice River, did you say? No, uh, so, Ross. Rossi, uh, sorry. Um, Ross Island. Ross have they got Island. a few a few of you down there? Yeah, we normally um, normally have about you know twenty twenty five of our club, and then you know a bit under for their club. But we do it once a year; it's a perpetual trophy. Yep. Oh, good on you. He is all and, camped uh, at the boat ramp, or he's down at the huts. Yeah, at the uh, RSL huts. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. There'll be a few boats tied up along there then. Yeah, a few on the pontoon there, but yeah. uh, quite a few out fishing, which is good. It's great I, to see. I remember many years ago, um, the boys taking a new water tank down to the huts and actually were towing it behind the tinny um, and floating it all the way down. Now, I think someone stole one years ago or punched holes in it or something and the boys were taking a new one down there. That was Shorty back in the day, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It, yep, and, yeah, Shorty and Skinny. And Shorty and Skinny, yeah. Yeah, no, no we, we float a few things down to uh, for a bit of maintenance and a bit of maintenance on the hut, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, you know, good old bloke, Shorty and Skinny, back in the day. They were very regular in my tackle store back in the day. <laughs> yep, yep. But, um, yeah, no, we just um, yeah, had the competition. We, 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 we weigh in at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. So oh, beautiful. Yeah, had, had a big um, combined barbecue tonight at, down at the huts and, um, yeah, so... Uh, getting a, a lot more members and interest, um, yeah, especially thanks thanks to you guys uh, promoting us on the on the radio most weeks. So I really appreciate that. No, any time, mate. What uh, what? There day? is an invoice coming. You do realise that. <laughs> 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 what uh, what days do you or what day of the month do you guys have your uh, club meeting there at the RSL? <laughs> yeah, every every second Saturday of the month. Yep. But every Saturday we're in there at twelve thirty doing our uh, fundraising raffles. Yes, and um, got, you know some really good meat trays and seafood trays and so on in there every, every Saturday because um, yeah some of the guys like to go in there and um, and then once a month we do our competitions. You have a, a month a monthly comp, yeah. Whether it be down yeah. the creeks or do a little bit in the bay or around the place. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a diff- two different divisions, um, our normal comp as well as our blue water. So if you go out to the reef, you can also weigh fishing as well. So there's a few different trophies, um, you know, for different different sections, yeah. Good stuff. We'll have to get you in on the show one day, Simon. We talk to you all the time on the phone, but we'll have to give yeah, you no, Collie and get you in. No, it sounds good. And like I said, um, we've got a lot of families and, um, it, yeah, it's, it's really uh, beneficial for all the, all the, you know, veterans and yes. current serving members as well. They love getting away from the barracks and... Um, and yeah, just you know, having a um, having a bit of social time with their mates. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, mate. Because we uh, support you guys and the reeling veterans. We uh, we've been helping those guys out as well. So uh, any time, yeah, mate, no, you know we're here. Yep. No, thanks, boys. Great show. Thanks, Simon. And thanks, buddy. Mate, you hopefully you get one over a metre. If Hayden's fishing <laughs> in the comp, it's a good one to beat. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. Good on you, buddy. Thanks, Simon. There you go. There's uh, Simon from the uh, RSL Fishing Club. And every second Saturday, um, the meeting, and every Saturday, the club raffles, seafood raffle, meat raffle. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it's good, mate. And while we mention them, guys, we'll mention our reeling veterans as well. Reeling veterans. We have a lot. Our our current and past um, veterans doing a brilliant job. Yeah, we've got some great clubs, the Alice River Club. 
Alice River anglers always ring in and let us know what's going. Greatest you, yeah. I'm up there when they're having their weigh-ins and sausage chisels. So uh, any of you clubs, the Hinchinbrook Sport Fishing Club with Adam up there, if you uh, have got something going on, let us know and we'll uh, either have a chat to you or spruik it out. Yeah, definitely, not a problem at all. Hey, in the last ad break, I was actually having an interesting talk with Al as well, um, and we're uh, just bringing back the crabs and the barnacles and so forth. Yeah, and uh, obviously, as we know, uh, Al's been a around for a hell of a long time and he was told from what he's saying is old yes <laughs> and uh he he was saying that the them crabs are actually from the reef now you're thinking what my crabs out the reef but what happens is when they're yielding they, they get washed out um of our systems out to the reef and then they grow of age obviously and but they come back to shed their shell and when they come back they're they're covered in barnacles which makes sense because you know you're gonna um maybe they just get infested with barnacles a bit more out the reef and whatever so that's an actual interesting well one. you you never know because you see whales covered in barnacles and i've never seen a whale in the creek with a barnacle on it at all that is a good point, Gazza. <laughs> oh, I'm going to let you take this phone call. The other really important point he's, he's mentioned is freezing cold water. So, okay, wait, I'll tell you in a moment. I'll tell you, we're taking a call. Let me turn this on. Take it down. I'm going to turn up the phone. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. This is the Minister for, uh, for Clean Speech on Radio. Can you guys clean up your job? I know. It's disgusting, isn't it? it <laughs> Jose, is, it how are you going? I'm going well, guys. Are you picking on Marty swearing No, again? about you coming in fast, my friend. That's what this is about. <laughs> it's about the whole... The, the language through, through the whole show, mate. Yeah. Hey, I'm 73 and, boy, I'm learning new things. Yeah, mate, we're, we're teachers all right. But I've had a good stern talk to Gary about it because I know this isn't directed at me, Jose. Did he take his fingers out of his ears while you were talking to him, Marty? No. No. Just in- completely ignored me, buddy. Never. How you been, mate? Did you get out during the week or chill around at no, home? No, no, Gary. I've got doctors, so, uh, yep. solicitors, funeral people. I've had the week. And I've got a big reunion tonight, the 2nd, um, 4th Battalion's 50th um, year. Oh, beautiful. I, I, and I'm an original member, so I'm making an exception and going tonight. Oh, oh mate, that'll be you. nice catch up with a few of the boys. Yes. Um, and did you get everyone organised through the week for this event tonight, the funeral people and the solicitors and everything? <laughs> no, Marty. I'm getting to that stage. My wife and I said, we better sit down and get this sorted out. Yep. <laughs> so we're getting, getting it sorted out. And uh, I tell you what. Is there a little something-something for me and Gaz in there? <laughs> no, not after if the not, day. you're going to have to go back. <laughs> yes, speech, radio speech lessons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need it. No, mate, top. Love the show, and it's it makes me laugh every week. Oh, uh, mate, if we change, if we change to be politically correct, we'd lose our listeners. <laughs> we'd be no, we'd be just like every other show on the radio. We've got nothing else to yeah. offer, so that's our cup. Oh, that's it, mate. Marty, don't sell yourself short. Like I said to you, when, when if you listen, you will pick up stuff. Awesome. Like Gary just said about his sounder. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Little things like that. You know, um, I give up watching TV, the fishing shows, and and listen to lots of other shows because they waffle on. I know how to fish. Most people know how to fish, but it's the little technical things and the things that 
um, you know, that you learn that you never think of uh, that make the show worth listening to. We agree wholeheartedly, and that's awesome. We, we that, It's wonderful feedback for us. And we cop our fair share of negative feedback as well, and we take that on board as well, most definitely. And we love it when people <laughs> ring in and um, – I know you're not doing that, but if someone come, uh, rings in and disagrees with something that Gary and I say, um, we open every opinion, and that's that's what makes we it We never so speak great. to them again, but they can have a yeah, crack. <laughs> we write their number down because it comes up yeah. on our phone line and yeah. don't answer it ever again that's it <laughs> gary or marty must be your only friend if you never talk to the other ones ever again no i've got a couple of friends mate i've got a lot of acquaintances oh. and only a handful of friends <laughs> that's great you know mate. what they say mate a friend in need is a pain in the butt <laughs> <laughs> I don't, oh sorry I isn't don't it a friend in way, need? No. is a friend indeed I no i think yeah, that's more to the point gaza oh there we go my oh. bad yeah there you go see marty yeah i know I know. Yeah. Jose, I hope you have a wonderful night tonight. That is something to be proud of, to be one of the original members. What was it, 24 RR, did you say? Or? Yeah, 24 RR, mate. Yeah. 1973 when they amalgamated the two battalions, yeah. Fantastic. Excellent. Yeah. Who were the two battalions? Was that with one RAR or? No, Sorry? So it was two RAR and then and four RAR. And, and then four they, RAR, yeah. And when was that yeah. combined? In 73. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you're based in Townsville? Yes. Oh, wow. That is going back. Yes. So I I spent 15 years in the battalion. Oh, good. My mum worked at the mining units canteen uh, down at that end. She worked there for 30 years. Well, uh, well, at some stage I would have come across her because um, each of the units had their own canteen then. That's all changed now. But, yeah, yeah, we got around to the different canteens at one stage. Yeah, I I used to... courses. Used to love going there because it was actually connected to the uh, to the golf club, the army golf club yeah. right there. And then there used to be this little room that joined it called the Oasis Room, and uh, used to have free coffee and cocoa and and uh, table tennis and everything. And that's that's where I used to spend a lot of my time after school. And then some absolute yeah. genius, the, the, the smartest person in the world. And I'm, I'm, I was around about ten, eleven o'clock. But at the mining units canteen, they decided to put some um, penthouse ma- penthouse magazines in for the army boys which were which sold very well and me as a young fella used to uh, go over to that section and sneak one out and, <laughs> and look through the back it was the best thing in the world for me ah <laughs> oh, the memories the absolute glorious memories yes and that's marty i can tell you after uh, being in the army for 20 years one of the, the two things you miss most are the comradeship yeah and the sense of humor oh yeah Definitely. It is totally different and, um, yes. Definitely. Anyway, this is supposed to be a fishing show. It is a fishing I'm show. Waiting, and, I'm, and I'm waiting to learn something, so can you guys... Get oh, you better switch off, mate. I'm going to tell you something very... Actually, I'll tell you right now while we're on there, this is a really smart thing for when you get crabs, which a lot of people don't do, and uh, our good show friend Al was telling me this. So as soon as the crabs are cooked, don't just put them in the fridge or just let them sit there because they're going to keep cooking. You have to put them in freezing cold ice water. water. Yep. And, and that stops the cooking process, and obviously then the, the meat comes off the shell a hell of a lot of e- a lot easier. It's just like steak or anything like that, or, or, or roast. You should pull it out a little bit earlier because it's going to continue cooking. Um, yes. And obviously you don't drop your steak in icy cold water, but your crabs is okay. So. Well, I'll tick off today another thing that I already knew that you just told me. Oh, well, beautiful. Beautiful. We'll <laughs> share it with the rest of our listeners, and so they're all seven, though. <laughs> no, Good on you, Jose. 
Oh, sorry? That's exactly right. So, yeah, I'll be listening next week, so I'll give you another critique next week, so smart enough. We won't, right, have, Mar- we won't have Marty, mate. I've got Chez helping me next week. Marty's away. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm at uh, Lucinda Fishing Lodge next weekend with my uh, Napa team, buddy. Okay, well, the show should improve next week. Yes, it will indeed. And uh, thank you for your last ever call, Jose. That was wonderful. <laughs> your number's going down on that list. Just hold up for one sec. Right, done. <laughs> Good on you, mate. What number did I get, Marty? Oh, no, no, Hang no. On. You're off the list now, remember? 34. Oh, oh 34, Jose. 34. 34. Okay, thank you. Good Thanks, on you, mate. mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you, buddy. Bye. 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 Ah, uh, he's a good sport. Good lad, mate. Yeah. Good fella. And he'll have a great night tonight. Excellent. Yeah, he will I'll have all a wear the camouflage tonight. You won't be able to see him out the front door. Is anyone here? No, look, out they'll come. And into the front. Oh, you're trying to be funny. Yeah, I was. That fell fa- fairly flat. I'm not going to have a knock of you. Go for it. No, no, it's fine. We're going to go to our next M, ad break and song, and M. then we're going to talk to Miss M. And then after that, Chris we're Wilcox. going to talk to Chris Wilcox. And we're going to cross- Who was that? Chris Wilcox. Oh, the- and then we're going to be uh, crossing over and talking to Gordon from Cleveland Bay Seafoods. Busy, busy. Time thing. is flying. We've only got an hour left. All right. If you're feeling happy and it's a fantastic day, I'm about to mess all that up by playing this highly emotional song. But I think you'll love it. Enjoy. But my heart, it went wild I wasn't expecting that Just a delicate kiss Anyone could have missed I wasn't expecting that Did I misread the sign? Your hand slipped into mine I wasn't expecting that Spend the night in my bed You woke up and you said Well, I wasn't expecting that I thought love wasn't meant to last I thought you were just passing through If I ever get the nerve to ask What did I get right to deserve somebody like you? Expecting that it was only a word, it was almost misheard. I wasn't expecting that, but it came without fear. A month turned into a year. I wasn't expecting that. I thought love wasn't meant to last, honey. I thought you were just passing. Kids, what a life 
never took a chance on a little romance when I wasn't expecting that. Time doesn't take long. Three kids up and gone. I wasn't expecting that. When the nurses they came, said it's come back again. I wasn't expecting that. Then you closed your eyes. You took my heart by surprise. I wasn't expecting that. Hey, which hey, which hey, you mob? It's the one and only little Macy here. Stay tuned, kick back, and crank up them speakers with D vibes and Easy Beasy on Delhi by Dark 107.1 FM 4K1G. Let's go. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Big screen upsize deals at Harvey Norman. Buy a selected TCL 55-inch TV, or for $1 more, we'll upsize you to a 65-inch. Buy any Hisense Mini LED U7 TV, or for $1 more, we'll upsize you to the next size, up to an 85-inch. Conditions apply. See in-store for details. Get into Harvey Norman now and upsize to a bigger Hisense and TCL TV. Limited time, now at Harvey Norman. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town, with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli, and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Station sponsor. A message from Townsville City Council. Water conservation measures apply across the city. This includes sprinkler use between 5pm and 8am using the odds and even system. For more information about water conservation measures, visit Council's website. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. A lot of reports coming through when they're getting bingo numbers of people on the water have uh, been very, very windy. So just be a little bit careful if you're out in the bay, not too bad in the creeks, but still not the greatest. Uh, just speaking to Greater Stew, uh, Alice River Anglers have got a comp going on the weekend and anyone wants to... Uh, Go and see the weigh-in. It's tomorrow at 4pm out at the Rangewood Horse Club or the horse place that's out there. So uh, anyone wants to join the club, good little club, um, good bunch of members, nice and social, just like the RSL. As we always say, um, the clubs that uh, follow the show and support us are perfect family and good fun clubs. Let's have a little look and just see uh, what is happening Around. Oh, good morning, Miss M. I'm oh. about to save Gaz here because he's reading away, and I'm going to yeah. put you through live on air. I am. Hey, thanks. Hey. <laughs> I was just about to. <coughs> I was just about to see the weather again. It's horrible. Oh. Southwesterly yeah. Cleveland Bay is southwesterly. It's gone back up to 29, so um, not the greatest weather to be out. We've got awesome southwesterly winds, which we hate here at the moment. Our how is it up at the lovely Lucinda Fishing Lodge? 
It's beautiful and sunny here this morning. It's uh, it is a little bit windy at the front, but uh, you can always go up the channel. So, but it's absolutely beautiful sunshine. I guess it, are we still winter because I mean we haven't really had the winter, but I guess we'll call it a winter's day here. <laughs> yeah, yep, it still is. I've just uh, I'm just having a look out at the end of the jetty at the moment. And it is southwesterlies up there at eighteen to twenty-one knots. So, what was your friend saying before? If it's got west in it, or it's no, you know, some people say if there's west in it, nothing bites. Yeah, but yeah. they're not my favourite. Up here for our, for our experience up here, if there's a W in the weather, it's no good. Yeah, I agree. But we've already had one of our listeners bow to meet a bar already down the hall this morning. Before. So yeah, I heard that. Maybe he's just the exception to the rule. That bloke, he's lucky. <laughs> Freak fisherman, unlike us. Maybe, well, unlike maybe we me. we just uh, use the W as an excuse. Yes. Right? Winner. Winner. Someone Winner, once yeah. told me, someone once told me that, you know, the leaves on the mangro- mangroves, when yeah. they, when it's cold in southwesterlies, they actually turn around and you can see the greyer, shiny back of them than the green front. Okay. Uh, and when that happens, the fish don't bite. That's old. Old blokes who used to come into my shop used yeah. to tell me that, and they also used to tell me if we've had uh, a period of north easterly winds, as soon as it swings around to the south east and you can get out the reef um get out there because the fish bite better because of the colder currents that the southeasterlies blow up so all these yeah. uh old school tactics that might work may work may not work but uh everything to take on board that's right just another thing to try hey it is well you look at the mangrove leaves they do turn from back to front at certain winds and stuff like that so I'll have to have a look at that one. I've never heard that one before. Yeah, so you'll I'll see a green a or at some stages you'll see the – they're like a silvery back, not a, um, yeah. a silvery grey back, so not a, a green front. So in southwesterlies or some winds like that, yeah, they, they spin around. So very interesting. Very good. How's the lodge well, been this week? <laughs> yeah, really good. We've had some uh, glamorous days up here during the week. It was – Absolutely stunning on Wednesday. Um, just flat, beautiful. I've got some lovely photos of uh, old Jurassic Park over there. It was just such a beautiful morning. And, um, yeah, a lot of people were getting out during the week and getting out there and trying to get some get some fish on board. And, um, yeah, it's just been a really, really nice... It's this time of year, it's just lovely. So it is, yes. It's just, yeah, paradise. And then to crack a whole week of five knots, <laughs> yeah. how good was that? I know, and the week before it was really windy, and we had uh, we had these lovely people staying with us, and they'd gotten some really windy days, and they were just like really hoping in for some really nice weather on them. The, the day that they left, it glassed out. Oh, that's normal. They would have seen that and gone, "Oh, that's yeah, typical." I posted a I posted a story of us going up the channel, and and she was very sad. <laughs> I thought, "Oh, that that's just the way, though. You just, you know, you book your holidays so far in advance, and." You just pray that the wind's going to be down. And if it's not, you can still always sort of tuck up somewhere else. But, yeah, it's, it's one of those things you just have to take the chance, I guess. Yeah, you do. And you just never know what the weather's going to do. It's um, right. it's horrible last two it weeks is. and then perfect um, before that. Chris is ringing me. Well, Chris is going to have to wait because yeah, we're live no, on air, Christopher. I, I accidentally pressed the ring on Chris's button. On my phone, I was mm. getting his phone number for Marty, and uh, I accidentally rung him, and I could hear him going, "Hello, hello, <laughs> we'll ring you in a sec, Chris. Sorry, mate." 
He's but he's wondering. Wow, it mustn't be live. Way. Yeah, no, sorry, mate. Yeah, and now he's just tried ringing. Me yeah, back. See, that's what we do, Em. Every now and again, we do just something so stupid to prove that yeah. we are live. Yeah, we do. I just could hear. I could hear, hear my phone going, "Hello, hello," and I looked down and I'd accidentally rung Chris. Did you know that Lucinda Fishing Lodge, from where they are, there is three crocs living out the front in Dungeness mm. Creek at the moment. That yeah. close. Yeah. Set of binoculars, and you can see. About this yesterday. Really? Yep. Yes. Yeah. There's one directly across from the lodge on the on the mud, literally just straight across from the pontoon, Um, and then the other one is just a little bit further down on the sandbar, and then there's another one just further down, um, like to the Dunjo side, just a little bit further down. So they're they're not very far in between them, and no, it's great for the tourists to see. You know, everybody wants to see a croc when they come up here, and it's uh, it's definitely something to see, but it's also something to be very wary of. You know, you don't. uh, throw your bait in the water and you know you have to be careful you know don't go wading in trying to get bait and all that sort of stuff because they are there and honestly like you just you can't see them when they well i can't i'm i'm shocking for croc spotting but you know they are just the master of camouflage and they can be there and you not know and yeah there's been a a photo uh, a photo and a little bit of video come up up during the week on socials um for up cairns way what's your thought on that what, that bloke standing on the sandbar with the croc asleep on the other side? Yeah, yeah. Nothing really. Yeah? He, well, the only off. reason I'm asking is because, like, the bulletin depicted him as to be an absolute yeah. idiot. If he's walked from... Yeah, Jose, I'll use a different word there. If he's walked from downstream or upstream and walking that way, he probably hasn't seen that croc and... and he probably has no idea. Should have old mate who was filming 200 metres away going, hey, fella, yeah, you probably. know there's a croc there? Instead of... That's the, yeah, everyone films now instead of helping. They film it. Yes. So Isn't that disgusting? Well, here's yeah. something. Disgusting. Here's something. Like, Even in, in a serious accident, they film before yeah. first aid. Well, here's... Yeah. Like last week when I left the show, um, I was heading home and heading down Woolcock Street and two police cars were sirens blaring lights flashing coming down the double lane so i moved into the left lane so they could go fast then they shot off up dalrymple road hmm. like cut straight across all and there must have been been some goon following them wanting to see where they were going and he oh. cut across the traffic as though he had his sirens going oh and i thought God. this this bloke or woman or thing was Obviously, trying to keep up with these police cars to go and either film or be nosy and get in the way. Crazy. So, but with that croc, um, I probably would have yelled out, hey, champion, just come this way a bit further. I can't get a good yeah. shot of you getting eaten. <laughs> oh, <you're an> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Over here, mate. And then as he's getting closer, I go, behind you. And he t- well, you would hope. And yeah. you just don't know nah. if the croc did start moving and the old mate didn't know, you would hope then he would stop. I, I would Because if he sorry, if he did film that and didn't say a word and then this guy got attacked, that fella should go away for a Oh yeah. But manslaughter. But I'm thinking old mates walked along the riverbank from down. I think he was on a set of train tracks from what I could work The guy out. was on a, a cane train bridge somewhere up. Yeah. Didn't derail or somewhere. Didn't it look like said. a great spot? Looked a great spot. No wonder the bloke was standing there and the croc was there. But anyway, if he's walked from <laughs> downstream, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he's walked from downstream, he wouldn't have seen that croc because it was on the bottoms over the sandbar and down below him. So he probably would have, if old mate kept filming and old mate walked, he probably would have gone, "Holy shit, a croc!" and 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 run off. 
Yeah. But we didn't see you. Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, good story. is a good That's old right. saying. That's exactly right. Um, and yeah. one thing that was disappointing <laughs> during the week, uh, probably um, four weeks ago we got a, a, a message on through the show that there was a little croc in, a little saltwater croc in Ross River. Right. Um, around two metres, if that. Um, they found, someone found a... a fresh, fresh... Salty. No, no, fresh Ross River? No, no, the salt, the salt down right. the bottom. A okay. little salty down past the National Parks boat ramp gotcha. not far. Yep. Um, and then during the week, um, seen pictures of a, a one that had been... I don't know whether it was shot, but it was dead up in the mangrove roots in the Ross River, a little one about two metres. So. Oh, well, that's sad. So, yeah, someone's obviously gone, we don't want this in our creek, we'll get rid of that and... Took it upon themselves. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, I don't mind them. I, Which is highly illegal. You will get in big trouble. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, they're nice to see. And one cruising around, let's face it, uh, most of the people who go up Hinchinbrook Channel boating or whatever would love to see a croc. It, oh, I they, do. I've yeah. seen them a I thousand times them, yeah. and still love it. Yeah. Yeah, and on Wednesday when we were up there, we did see that big one up Sunday, and mm. he is massive, and I tell you, he just sat there and posed. I've got a really good video that I'm yet to put up on the Facebook, but he, like, I didn't spot him at first because he was half covered in mud, and he was super camouflaged in the mud, and Gav's like, look, he's right there, there he is, oh my God. Didn't yeah. you have your contacts in? No, I must have had him in backwards, because oh. honestly, I, I'm terrible it's at bloody spotting. massive. I know, I know. After I saw him, I was like, oh, how, how could I not? But we circled back and he just sat there and I got a really good video of him. Then he sort of moved, turned his head, walked into the water and then he just sat there like posing to the camera. Like he's just having a good look. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things like if you go up to it and, I don't know, I guess antagonise it and it attacks you, that's kind of your own fault. But at the same time... You know, if you get an aggressive one near a boat ramp or something, that's a little bit different. But if they're out there in their little habitat, they're doing their thing, I mean, it's not that bad. Poke it with like a stick. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to go and poke it with a stick or chuck a lure at it or anything like that. You know, that's kind of crazy stuff. But, <laughs> I mean, everybody does like to come and see a crocodile. Yeah. And it is nice to see them, you know, out there. But, obviously, we don't want to get attacked either. We've got to protect, you know, we've got to protect ourselves as well. So, if there are any of those angry ones sort of near pontoons or boat ramps, then they definitely should move those ones along. But, I mean, the other ones down the creeks, I mean, they're not hurting anyone. Leave them alone. Yeah, true. So, all good, Em. What do you got available? I've got nothing available this weekend. We've got uh, a lot of guys in here having a nice time at the moment. Um, yeah. We do have some availability during the week. Um, but I also wanted to do a shout-out to ALECT, Auto Electrics as well. They're running a promo at the moment. Um, if you'd spend $500 um, with those guys getting, you know, you might need something rewired on your boat or something, um, go in and have a chat to Paulie, get something done. So spend 500 bucks and you go in the draw to win two nights accommodation at the lodge. Um, so it's a win-win, really. You it's a good one. It is. Perfect. <laughs> go and, get it and go in the draw. You never know. You might win the two nights at the lodge. So Good stuff. Hey, yeah. uh, next weekend, you got troublemakers coming? Oh, yeah. We're battening down the hatches. We're getting ready. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but I've spoken to Adam from Audacity, and he's promised he's going to be well-behaved, Emma, so that's all oh, sorted yeah. for you. Yes, it was, it was Adam that we were referring to, not the Napa crew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Em, how can anyone get hold of you if they need a room? Uh, you can give us a call on 0477-999-900. Um, don't forget to keep an eye out on the Facebook page for the videos and stuff that we post up on letting you know what's going on here in Lucinda and at the Lodge. Um, or you can jump on the website, www.lucindafishinglodge.com.au. Good stuff. We'll chat to you no next week, and Marty will see you on Friday or Saturday? See Friday. Friday. Friday.
Perfect. Looking Friday. forward to it. Can't wait. Sounds good. No worries. Have a good weekend, everyone. Talk Don't forget to take everything out of the ha- unit. Chairs, yeah, lights. Every- not screwed down. It's going. It's yeah. out. <laughs> I, like I said, I'll have a chat to Adam for you. Good on you, Em. Yeah. <laughs> See you, Emma. Guys, see you later. Bye, bye mate. Bye bye. Ah, uh, there we go. Divine Miss M, Lucinda Fishing, Fishing Lodge. Lodge. Perfect spot to go and camp. Yeah. Oh, there's a call. There is a call. We'll take it quickly. Quickly, Marty. Yes, yes. Good morning, Fishing Show. Good morning. Would I be able to get a bingo number? You most certainly can. What's your name, please? Anae. Anae. Anae, you are 81 this morning. Okay, and can I please get one for my sister? Yep, what's your sister's name? Abby. Abby. Is Abby the good sister or the bad sister? Abby's a good sister. And you'll be the bad one, Anae? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> walked into that one. All right, beautiful. So, uh, and can I? Yep. Uh, would I be able to also get one for my dad? Yep, what's dad's name? Darren. Darren. Darren is 79. Abby, oh, yeah. you are 80. Uh, sorry, Abby is 80. And Anae, you're 81. Okay. Good on you. Um, yeah, my sister rung up last week to see if the weather would be good. And Dad went out last week. Yeah. Did he catch? Did he get any fish? Put oh, us on hold. I like that. I can't believe we've been put on hold by four, 13, 14, 12-year-old. Ask a quick bang. Thanks, right. Anae. Thanks, right. Anae. All right, thanks for that. She got bored. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to talk to him anymore. No, we're just about to get a fishing story. Gone. Gone. Absolutely gone. Oh, well, with that, we're going to go to uh, a song and an ad break. And after that, we're, well, do you want to take it real quick? No, we'll yeah, go to the ad break. Go we're, to the ad we've break. We've got a few people trying to ring in to get numbers. So. Yeah, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk to Chris Wilcox and see what's been going on out at the reef. Awesome. Yeah, pretty cool little a ditty, this one. My daughter absolutely adores this song, so I think you might like it. I hope you do. It's-
another great day in the city of Townsville. <sighs> you, put your hands behind your back what? and get on the ground. Yeah, right, okay, 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 okay. Identify yourself. Who are you and what are you doing here? Uh, Dave Daly and I work here. It's, it's work, okay? That's where I work. What's in your pockets? Okay, I've, I've got a double pass to the movies and... Also a $50 seafood voucher. Oh, really? So what do you do for a living? I'm the breakfast announcer here at 4K1G, if you really want to know. Oh, wow. Uh, well, you've got any giveaways? Ring in like everybody else. I can't just give it to you. You just keep your hands where we can see them. Oh, sorry. The hell is this? Hey, oh, so you're on the radio. Yeah, well, I guess that would explain why you're driving around in this flashy Ford Cortina. Thank you. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot to base, calling for backup. We got a fat guy here who looks like he might be trouble. Fat? The Dave Daly Show, weekdays from 6 a.m. on 4K1G. Too deadly. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Big screen upsize deals at Harvey Norman. Buy a selected TCL 55-inch TV, or for $1 more, we'll upsize you to a 65-inch. Buy any Hisense Mini-LED U7 TV, or for $1 more, we'll upsize you to the next size, up to an 85-inch. Conditions apply. See in-store for details. Get into Harvey Norman now and upsize to a bigger Hisense and TCL TV. Limited time, now at Harvey Norman. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest ice box around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Big screen upsize deals at Harvey Norman. Buy a selected TCL 55-inch TV, or for $1 more, we'll upsize you to a 65-inch. Buy any Hisense Mini-LED U7 TV, or for $1 more, we'll upsize you to the next size, up to an 85-inch. Conditions apply. See in-store for details. Get into Harvey Norman now and upsize to a bigger Hisense and TCL TV. Limited time, now at Harvey Norman. Station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. 
Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sun Mob. They're top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Sun's. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And we have been looking forward to this little segment for quite some time. Always love it when we have Chris Wilcox on the line and we have him this morning right now. Chris, good morning. How are you, my friend? Morning, gentlemen. Yep, going Ah, good. Excellent. And you've you've been slaying them as well, as you always do. Yeah, we um we got out for a little sneaky trip during the week and uh, just glorious. Oh. It's a pleasure to be out there. I bet it was. Isn't it yeah, good it just was. to be able to go wide open throttle and not have to worry about launching the boat? Yes, yes. Well, my career in the reef fishing, I started as a young fella, 17, mm. I first went to the reef. But yep. um, I've got a lot of pinnacles just out off the reef. We don't fish in on the reef much and... Um, yeah, we never have a problem. If we want so many fish that will trout, whatever we want to target, yep, we have no dramas finding have it. Have those... Southwester or not, no worries. Yeah. Have those pinnacles changed over the years for you, Chris, or they've they fished solid since you've had them? No, pretty much the same, mate. Yep. Yeah, nothing's really changed. No, you um, don't get... Uh, one, oh, sorry? No, one, one the other day we got some sharks. Yep. And... Um, Three or four others, no sharks. So, yeah, no, it's just... I, I just think when you can find spots like that in your lifetime and they're not overfished, I think that's what might help. Yeah, too true. The, the, no help. pressure on them. No. Because no. realistically, over a year, how often do you get out there with the weather we have? We'd look at trying getting out half a dozen times a year. Yeah, which isn't a lot you of know, pressure on a good spot. No. So when it's, you know... Five to tens, maybe twelve. Yep. A bit more, you'll head outside, and then when it's above that, well, then you go and play with a barra. Yeah, you've been getting, you would have been getting a few of them. Yeah, got a few barra uh, through winter, mate. And like I say, people say they they've quietened down a bit too, but um, we haven't had drama. Um, we just downsize and the vibes just go a bit smaller, you know. Yeah. Downsize in everything. Yep. And we pick our windows to fish in winter too with barra. Like in summer, we'll go all day. And fish, but in in winter I'll just pick a, like a two or three hour window. Yep. And that's when we'll go fish for our barras, and and it's never in the mornings. We only fish in the afternoons in winter for barra. Is that because everything heats up a little bit more? Everything heats up, and I just believe that that they feed more aggressively in the afternoon tide on yep. that northeast and not the southeast or the southwester. But they still do bite on southwester. But I mean, they seem to bite a little bit better in the afternoons yep and another thing that i put that down to is they don't like to eat much in winter as you know and then they'll go down to the prawns and the lot of the fish with not a lot of backbone in them yep so i find oh well my philosophy is if they feed heavy of an afternoon they don't move much at night in winter so they can sit there and regurgitate all night and break down their food 
etc etc but during the day in winter if they they were to feed say early in the morning just still right up then during the day they've got to hide from their predators even if even if they're not hungry in winter and a bait school swims past they'll still fly it and have a look at it yep give it a side swipe or something so you think about if they're downsizing their food in winter during the day if they've got to regurgitate, get rid of all their food, plus do their daily chores, you'd be pulling all these skinny bar in. Yeah, yeah, that, true. Does that make sense? Yep, yep, yep. And yeah. So that's why I believe that they feed of an afternoon and then they've got all night and they don't move much. But during the day, they, they have to move. Yep. They have to get away from their predators. They have to hide. They have to do this and that. And That's my philosophy. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's it. fishing. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one because we what we always concentrate on is that they're the predatory fish, but they get eaten as well. It's like That's when right. I it's like when I go for a marlin fish, um, I'll I'll fish away from a bait school a couple of hundred meters, three or four hundred meters, because those small marlin are, ba- are, are food for something else that's hanging around a bait school as well. So yeah. they've got to get away. When when you're out the reef the other day uh, on lures or bait or jigs or how'd you get all your trout? Uh, we just muck around with um, a bit of bait out there. Yep. Um, we like our pillies, you know, half pilly. Yep. And away we go. No, any um, we just use a, no, we just use a dropper rig. Yep. But, you know, and like I say, we never fail. We never, ever have come home from that reef and said, oh, like, we've, we have to let fish go and leave. We've never had to... We've never come home ever in in my lifetime of fishing and had to had to worry about that. Yeah, we know um, who has, mate. They, yeah, me. But, <laughs> but when they are quiet like that, you, it, with the trout, it's good to go down to just a, a one hook at the bottom and a bit of a running sinker. All oh, right. Yep. Yep. You know, like you get your bigger sinkers, then they're they're or what are they sort of a. Oh, number eight or something, yeah, ball? Or? Yeah, something just to get you down there. But yep. an, an old trout fisherman showed me. I was only a young fella, about 17, 18. And you know when you uh, – this is way left the field. But you know in the hospital they have the little hoses when they put the um, air on you. You have the little green hoses. Yeah. Well, just anything like that. You get a small hose. You even get those hoses on like your little aerators and stuff. Yep, yep. Clear. Sorry, five mil. Well, what he used to do, this old trout fisherman, he showed me, he said, don't, don't put a granny knot in your line above your sinker. He said, because one, that could weaken it. He said, what he did was he, he'd have the hook on the bottom, run and sinker. Yep. And then up about a metre past that, he'd just weave the line through a little piece of that hose about 10 mil long. Ah, yep. And yep. if you did get that monster trout of a lifetime, all that would do was cut through the hose and your line's perfect. Ah, interesting, isn't that? Yeah, and he says when you got so I actually, I actually have a bit of that hose in my tackle box, and if I have to do that running rig, I can run two. Yep. Two hooks, so one at the end of your line, the sinker. Yes. And then you can just run, uh, you run your hook up, uh, run a bit of hose up. Yep. Then you, then a hook, and and then another piece of <laughs> that hose, so it keeps your sinker away from that, so you can run two hooks on a running rig. Ah, interesting. Yeah, and it does work because when that trout bite's really finicky, you've got to be on the Oh, and they they can be, <laughs> mate. It's an art feeling a trout bite, isn't it? It's like you watch some yeah. of those pro blokes on a hand line, and you just it is just so good. They just you don't realise that a 
fish so good of quality can bite so soft. But you notice those trout fishermen and this old fella showed me always give those trout a little bit. Yep. You just give them something and then you 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 strike. A lot of people I know they get that big tug and they yeah I'm on bang and miss him. <laughs> rip his head off. Yeah, is where you just give them that little bit. You got the rod tip 45 degrees at you. As soon as you get those few tugs, drop that rod down to that water. Yep. And then get him. Bang. Yeah. What, you, what type of hooks do you use, Chris? Your, <laughs> your standard old reef hook or you we like some of those circle way. suicides? No. Look, if I've got a box of old barra hooks in there, I'll use them. It doesn't really matter. Um, yep. I have straightened a few of those barra-style, the Carly-style ones, but yep. we just get the mustard, 7-0 mustard, 6 Yeah, nothing. Yep. I, if it is a finicky bite, I do like to like get down to the 4 5 um, true turns. I like those hooks out there. Oh, right, the old true turn. They come out in the 80s, didn't they? Yeah. yeah Hit the ground right. running and then slowed right up. Oh. So, But you're saying that they're a cracker of a hook. They work. Do, do you think that oh, yeah. true turn is a gimmick or obviously you think it works? Well, I reckon a true turn on, a say, a 50-pound Snyder leader that you use, that we use at the reef would be as good as using a um, Bermini twist in the creek. Yep. Yep. You know, why do you put a mini twist in your line? So you might, you know what I mean. I think that's just, yeah. I think they work. Yeah, you always get them in the side of the jaw, and the, they're sharp. Well, the smaller the hook, the sharper it is, I suppose. So if you had a yeah. seven o to a, you know, you, you notice the difference. How so? Yeah, I just downsize in hooks too when it's um when it's the southwester. Downsize in everything. Yeah, yeah, it's fair cool. Well, we had a crew of three of us went out the other day and um. It was my son Connor, and our skipper is Adrian Pascoe, and um, that man knows how to fish. That's for sure. Did you? Yeah. Adrian's been around for a while. He's a well-known name in the in the industry. Yeah, well, his father, old Jeff, he taught those boys and taught <coughs> them how to fish, and had them at the reef as kids too. And yeah, and they um, yeah have been around a long time. So yeah, he's our skipper, and uh, I just point here and point there and sit at the back and nothing wrong with that says, yeah there's fish i'll tell you one thing that uh, happened the other day we, we were just motoring along looking for a pinnacle that i hadn't been to for many years and i we had a bit of no gps mark where i just know where i had to be it was way out off near hopkinson's way yep and um just in the middle of nowhere adrian said hey look over there look at that and uh, you know in the creek when the tide's running over see on so tuesday i think it was a tide out all day the tide right. just pretty much ran out all day. Yep. But, you know, in the creek, if you see the tide coming over Rock Bay, you get that bit of turbulence yep. on top of the water? Yep. Well, we noticed that in 50 metres of water. Well, Adrian did. He said, look at this. So we went over there, dropped down, and, yeah, three of us are just on. In the middle of nowhere. But just how you find things. Yeah, yes. being observant. Going up over, well, this pinnacle come out of, uh, might have been 60 metres, and it came up to about 30 metres, but it was still throwing the turbulence because of the sheer size. Oh, awesome. So, you know, you just got to get out there and have a look and get away from the reef. Yeah, true, mate. And, yeah. Um, and, and poke about, get out. Because I, I grew up, mates of mine at school, because I went to Heatley, the richest school in Townsville back then. No, we're both Heatley and, lads. <laughs> when, yeah. yeah, well... Well, you're allowed to carry a knife well, back then. Th th that explains <laughs> things now, Chris. <laughs> Uh, but a lot of the, my mates in that era, their fathers were trawlermen, you know, and those old trawlermen, most of them were all old ex-Navy and stuff, and they just loved the ocean, and they, they became trawlermen in the in the later days. Yep. And, and them old trawlermen used to say to me, Chris, get out off Davies, 
get out of Grub at the back, get out of Hopkinson's. And, and they said, on a full moon at night time, we get nine, ten kilo nanogai and red emperor in our neck. Beautiful. In the middle of nowhere on that. And he, and he said, you get the brain coral? Yep. So even on the best sounders, I've had, you know, I, I'm, um, I, I, I'll, any of the sounders out there that can um, zoom in at those depths at 60, 60, 55, yep. 60 metres, the bottom looks flat. But what he said is, he said, it's big plate coral. Oh, right. And it has yep. all gaps down in it. So you notice you'll go out to a spot 5 o'clock in the afternoon, there's nothing. You can't see a thing on the sounder. Yep. 7 o'clock at night, suddenly under your boat, you've got 300 nanogai. Yeah, awesome. They're, they're there. They're already under you. They just come out underneath all that plate cock. Yep. Ah, oh, it's cool, isn't it? It's it's in, interpreting what's on your screen is the is the key. Being able to read that sounder and that's uh, spending time looking at them. Yeah, but it's very hard to find fish during the day if they're the species that you're chasing at night. Yep. Like for instance, robbery shoals. We used to go out to robbery shoals, and there'd be nothing there all, all day. You'd get a couple of sea brim. Yep. Seven o'clock at night, you'd be out of there by nine o'clock with. Your bag limit of big nanogai and red emperor. That's on the back of the palms. Yeah, yeah. It's all green. Though, all green now, yeah. But like um, they, the trawlerman will tell you, we pull up big round plates like dinner plates, but a metre round. Yep. With the little stalks on them, and that's what they call that, um, whatever they call it, brain coral. Yeah, plate. they're hiding under all that stuff. They're down inside it because it's, it's weird that you're out there at six o'clock, nothing, sun down, and next minute there's 300 nanogai under your boat. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't swim a K or two or three Ks. They've just come up from underneath. Yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? It's a it's an interesting concept and true true to form because uh, you're right. They won't they don't swim from five mile away. No. They're still there. They're just no. hiding, tucked under cover. Hey, um, when's your golf trip on, mate? We're starting to pack now. Actually. Isn't it crazy that we're nearly at Christmas again? I know. How fast does the year go? When we leave the Gulf every year, yep. I all the tears running down my face because I'm so upset we have to leave. Yeah. I generally get, we get about halfway home, we pull up on this big lagoon and we have smoko. And I say to the boys, I say, well, boys, 365 days to go. And everyone just gets totally depressed. Yep. They're like, oh, no. And now last week we had a little meeting and it's like, hey, guys, six weeks. How good's that? Yeah. Just, where did it, it go? Just, Mate, do you know why they look forward to it? Because you cook the best meals they've ever eaten. Well, I did the menu up three nights ago. I yep. sent all the boys the menu. And um, I think the pinnacle of our golf trip is we go up the coast a little bit one afternoon, about midweek. Yep. And we get out on a sandy beach. We watch the sunset from the golf. It's better than a barley sunset. And um, we cook a couple of whole barra in the coals, a couple of big giant mud crabs on the coals, and we have beers and a little bit of music. Yeah, what yeah awesome. Hey, uh, when you get back, we'll either get you in the studio or we'll give you a ring and we'll find out how you how you went. For sure, mate. Well, we've got some big dividends to fill because three <coughs> boats last year was over 300 barrels. Well, mate, I see, you sent me about 500 photos too, which I really appreciate. <laughs> hey, mate, you, if you want to make sure you don't achieve it, take Gaza. <laughs> oh, no. no. Actually, Gary, didn't I, I promised you some numbers during the week and on the radio, mate. Like, I've always wanted to do this for you. Yeah. Oh, look, he's got his pen and paper, his little tails wagon. 
you got a pen, mate? Go for it, mate. I know you're giving away one of your, one of your secret spots. So you're ready? You got... Yeah? Go for it. Four, eight, one, five. Right, now... What's that, your postcode to your freezer? Yeah, no, that's the postcode for, for Kelso. Yeah. And that's both the number one suburb in Australia at the moment, mate. So you've got to get there. You've got to, you've got to move up there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. He's been talking about these numbers that you're going to give. Secret yeah. spot. It's Kelso. I'm heading out there tomorrow. I don't care if it's coming from the west. I'm there. There's me thinking, I, I said to Marty, I said to Marty before we got on air this morning, I said, Chris is going to be generous today. I think he's given away one of his um, GPS fishing spots. Well done, mate. said some good numbers. Hey, mate, we've got a couple of celebrities that have moved up to Kelso. Who? And um, the dam's opening up soon. You know that? It's on the cards. Yeah. Dams. Who's the celebs have moved up there? Well, I can't mention all the names. There's another big celebrity who's just bought a place up there. It's going mad, mate. The whole it's it's crazy. It comes from all over Australia. <laughs> I love you's up there, Anderson. mate. You know that. Just moved up there, mate. Your your block your joints the glamour of Kelso. Yours is huge, <laughs> mate. You you're the hey, mayor you know, up. Um, oh, Lecky Legs just moved to Kelso. Who? He's up there now. Agapoo. Oh, everyone's up there now. Yeah, I see the bass boat. There's about eight or nine bass boats up there. Yeah, no, we got, mate. You got to get up there. That's all because they're fishing the dam, mate. It's close well, for them. No one's fishing yep. the dam early. Ask Reese. Hey, mate, you have a safe trip up the Gulf with the boys, and we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a safe trip up the up the Gulf, and we look forward to uh, the stories and photos from you and the lads. No worries, Jack. Good on you, Chris. Got see you, buddy. The, the dotted line. Good on you, mate. I look forward to all the photos. I'll look at the first <laughs> one and delete the rest. <laughs> Good on you, Chris. See you, guys. See you mate. Bye. See you, mate. Bye-bye. He is a wealth of knowledge, that bloke. I love talking to Chris. Oh, he's great, isn't he? He got me, didn't he? Oh, he, got numbers. You proper, he actually sent me a message before saying that he was going to have a little dig at you. Yeah. No, I, kept I my, love uh, everyone at Kelso. My they know that. Fat mouth shut. Uh, I'm going to put you through while I have a look for... Uh, no, wait up. Let me check Rick, something. Get some uh, bingo numbers. We'll keep keep going. Get a couple of ads in. We've got to get to Gordon as well. So yeah, let's keep sure. moving. And then when we come back, well, I just want to mention, make sure I mention uh, from Paul Bellamy and, and Gavin Miles, they had some uh, in, input on the um, DCDC and oh, so Oh, Paul forth. Will from up there at... Bill's Marine in Cairns. Yeah, yeah, no, this is Paul Bellamy. Yep. So, so, yeah, yeah, very, very good indeed. Let's go to well, an I'm going to go to a song and an ad break and get Gordon. the last of your numbers in and then we'll call Gordon, Gordon. before then. Yep. All right, done. Won't be long at all. My young Sun shines bright on the clover. Yes, me and my true love spent many a happy days on the bunny, bunny banks of the
From 7 to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday night. Playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now. On your two deadly radio station. 107.1 FM 4K1G. Big screen upsize deals at Harvey Norman. 
buy a selected TCL 55-inch TV, or for $1 more, we'll upsize you to a 65-inch. Buy any Hisense Mini LED U7 TV, or for $1 more, we'll upsize you to the next size, up to an 85-inch. Conditions apply. See in store for details. Get into Harvey Norman now and upsize to a bigger Hisense and TCL TV. Limited time, now at Harvey Norman. Station sponsor. I'm always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt, and you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine. Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Phones are running off for our awesome prizes. One of our awesome prizes, a $50 voucher, thanks to Gordo at Cleveland Bay Seafood. And we have him on the phone. How are you, mate? Not bad, yourselves? Well, Good, mate, mate, from what we hear outside, and we're stuck in the studio, there's a pretty good southwesterly blowing at the moment. It's howling and it's cold. Yes. <laughs> We've heard, but I bet your boys were busy through the week. Oh, mate, well, I'm just unloading the last of our Spanish mackerel for the week. Yep. So, yeah, it, they have been. Yeah, there was plenty of mackerel around. Oh, yeah, the endangered ones, yes. Yes. Yeah, they're nearly extinct. Yeah. The Macosaurus, I think they are. Yeah, so we're going to put that on sale at 34.90 a kilo. Beautiful, fresh, local Spanish mackerel. Yes, beautiful. $20 a kilo, or we've got some steaks in the window at 25. Oh, beautiful, mate. How'd they go with some reef species for you? Oh, there's a little bit of uh, largemouth nanagai, a bit of uh, a couple red emperor, a little bit of fresh cold trout, not a lot. Yep. But they really haven't been, uh, they haven't really been biting. It was a bit hard for them. Yep. Um, and that, there was no love from the fish that way, but yeah. But mackerel, you got plenty of fresh. Plenty of good fresh mackerel. And not all the blokes caught them. Like a few of the, few of the pros uh, had trouble catching them. Yep. And um, a couple killed them, so, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, mate, this little bit of a cold snap might um, shut the mud crabs down for a little while. Have you got any in store? Mate, I've got a handful of mud crabs in stock, and, yep. yes, they will shut the mud crabs down because the numbers have dropped yeah. dramatically and the price is on the climb. Yep, yeah, no, with this bit of a cold snap, so anyone wants a, a feed of muddies, get in and see Gordon. How are the prawns going? Yeah. Yeah, the prawns are very good. As I said, we've got the nice tigers there at, at uh, 35.90 a kilo. Yep. Or cook mix at 20, 25.90 a kilo or two kilos for 40 bucks. Yep. 
you know, they're, they're just plodding their way through. You know, they're still good value. They're all caught around the islands. You know, yes. they've got quality there and stuff like that. So Yeah, yeah they're, they're beautiful, mate. Mate, we won't hold you up if you're, you're unloading fish. So um, what time are you open till today? We're 5 o'clock today and we will be open tomorrow at three o- until 3 o'clock. Oh, finally the electricity work is all finished? Yeah, all the electricity work, so yes. Bloody Ergon. Yeah, got to pay for it all. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, good on you, Gordo. We'll talk to you next Saturday. No problems. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. Have a good weekend. See you, buddy. You too. Bye. Bye, mate. There's Gordo from Cleveland Bay Seafood who's uh, so generously uh, supports the show and gives He's us a, fantastic. a $50 seafood voucher for... Uh, you know, sometimes I feel like entering. Yeah, but me too. But winning every time would be a bit suspicious. I have some good news. Why? I've just had a sip of your coffee and I don't need to sleep for the next eight weeks. Is it nice? <laughs> I didn't put that it's much so in strong. it. so strong. It's what I stirred it with that did it. That, I used the big spoon. <laughs> there was a big spoon. Oh, right, the water wasn't too hot, Gazza. No, it was all good. Uncle Gazza. Time to... Uh, oh, well, look, no. we've still got a little bit, but let me hear, first my of bottom, all... My bottom rig, and we're talking about rigs, no, Chris. screw your bottom rig. You, yeah. <laughs> You're sorry, you say Marty's got offline. Well, again. I'll come back to you in a second. Yeah, but um, I did have a message from Paul Bellamy, and this is quite interesting. Up there at Bill's Marine, yeah. Cairns. Paul, Paul's got Morning, his uh, boys. service training certificate. Um, what in? On Minkota. Oh, sorry. So he's saying, uh, "Good morning to the dynamic duo, mainly Marty." <laughs> on you, Paul. Basically, he didn't say that. Do not charge a battery at home while the Minkota is connected and not being used. Simply isolate at the Minkota from the battery and the hole is charging. If you don't, you run the risk of frying the control board. And he's corrected it by saying, sorry about the typo, simply isolate the encoder from the battery while charging. Oh, that's it. what Craig said as well. Yeah. He, he disconnects his electric completely yep. when he charges. So to be safe, um, if you're charging at home, disconnect it. Yep. But um, does does Paul say anything about um, no? That was it. The DC DC flow through charge when you're motoring around. No. No, but we are going to get more information on it. And then Gav kindly messaged me and said, mate, I'll check your prop shaft because we're talking this morning how my yeah. prop's taken a bit of a hint. And he's saying, check your shaft after the impact on your prop. Sounds like the shaft might be bent. So I hope not. Because Didn't I, you have that problem I did recently? Yeah, normally my shaft is dead straight, but it's got a kink in it at the moment, mate. Apparently, how you get that prop on that short shaft is really, really surprising. I'm surprised you can. <laughs> I'm trying to have a serious <laughs> Apparently you can't you, Okay, I'm, I'm back to a serious note <laughs> Is it all out of your system? No No You know it won't be No Apparently you can't use your Minkota While the DC-DC charger is putting charge Into your Minkota batteries Basically don't run your engine And the Minkota at the same time So lots of input It is a trick We really need to have Paul on Yeah, we do And, uh, and uh, know exactly what Gavin's saying there so uh, very, very interesting indeed. Good stuff. Yeah. Now, you know something? I've never run a stainless prop on my boats for the fact that they're expensive and I'm a tightwad, yep. but I don't like the thought of a lot of the creek stuff I do if I hit a log or something yep. and possibly breaking my gearbox. So you I've are always a tight been, ass. So I've always been uh, 
alloy props. Yeah, no, fair and, enough. And Dane Ramsey from BCT yes. Lewis, he's actually just sent a photo of the way his setup is, which is very good. And so I might put that on our page yeah, a little bit later. You, just through Anderson plugs, uh, 25 amp um, Andersons there. So um, Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So Nearly time to give some stuff away, Marty. <laughs> it is, buddy. We've got one more um, song. song and ad break. So get, this is your last chance. So I'm going to play a song that I used to like. Now, prize bags today. Yes. $25 tavern meat mm. voucher. Good <laughs> on you, Mal. You're a champion. <laughs> Thanks to Mal, the, the crepe man, and tavern meats. A $50 Cleveland Bay seafood voucher, courtesy of Awesome Gordon down there at Cleveland Bay. Awesome Gordon. And I have done a hooked apparel bag. I know. I've seen it. Let's go through this little bag. I had a look at it there while you were it's, talking and to Gordo. the boys will be happy. It's in the TAFE bag. Uh, awesome. We have a, a very nice looking a rod sleeve protector. We have a hooked apparel buff. We have uh, a hooked apparel vibe. vibe in the pilchard colour, which is an absolute cracker. We have uh, a Barra Green bomber in. Uh, yes. Uh, where, now this is an imitation bomber, but they they were are freakish. They're, they're just they're one of the ones which are actually very sought after because of just how good they work. They just got a slightly different action on it. We have another the next size down, down in the pilchard vibe, hooked apparel pilchard vibe vibe. So you can't go wrong there. We are giving away another packet of eagle claw hooks, hooks. because we got sent twenty five million of them, which Thank is you awesome. So much. And we'll uh, we'll champions. talk to Alex from Eagle Claw Yuzuri and Taxbow Buck Knives in the next couple of weeks on the show what they have new. We've this bag also contains one of these fantastic little suckers. The little fish and show prawn. Yeah, they are brilliant. We're the only ones in Australia doing them. Well, by we the way. were now, once. We were. Now there's 480 of us. Uh, another two, buff. Two two buffs from Hooked Apparel. So some awesome gear from. Yeah, thanks to Shane Javo Javo at um, Hummingbird LA Stubby Hummingbird. Holder. A Hummingbird Stubby Holder. So thanks to the boys at Hooked Apparel. Listen Eagle to me. Claw. Throw it all back in the bag. We've got some awesome prizes. Listen to how to much there is. So yes, they're uh, they're awesome. So uh, jump on the Hooked Apparel. Uh, Facebook page and get yourself a shirt or anything like that. Jump on the BCT, the Yuzuri, um, Berkeley. We're going to organise in the next two or three weeks uh, someone from Berkeley to talk about the uh, new range that's come out since the Tackle Show. So, right, busy, busy. Start taking your calls, Gazza. I can see them phone lines lighting up already. You're out. And I'm going to play a quick song that uh, I absolutely love this song. Uh, she didn't have many fans because uh, of all the Kurt Cobain fans, but I reckon she was pretty awesome. So, sit back, turn this one up. You're going to like oh, it. No.
With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Big screen upsize deals at Harvey Norman. Buy a selected TCL 55-inch TV, or for $1 more, we'll upsize you to a 65-inch. Buy any Hisense Mini-LED U7 TV, or for $1 more, we'll upsize you to the next size, up to an 85-inch. Conditions apply. See in-store for details. Get into Harvey Norman now and upsize to a bigger Hisense and TCL TV. Limited time, now at Harvey Norman. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Wanna know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418-199-667. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K 1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning. It is indeed the Saturday morning fishing show. Best fishing show around in Australia, Gaza. We're on 4K World. 1G, two deadly stations. It's a bloody good station. As Gaz and I always say, as soon as our show's finished, don't jump onto another station because they play some really, really cool music here. So, and uh, obviously... Well, like, you, obviously you don't. The rest of Australia, uh, bad luck to our Matildas. Um, absolute wonder goal. Who are they? From, yeah. Absolute Matilda? wonder goal what from Sam Kerr. She is incredible. The skill level is average, at least, with the side of it. But, um, yeah... Uh, that was an incredible goal. So good for them. Well done. You're right now. Did you watch the whole game? Yeah, I watched uh, just about every game uh, with, with a lot of frustration. There were some players on the Aussie team that we could have really done without, and I don't know I kept playing them. But I Ooh, won't, that's I won't mention I won't mention any names. Did you get frustrated with the English dirty tactics a little bit? I got frustrated bit? with the likes of like Ali Carpenter. Oh, you don't name names. Sorry. T- well, she's listening. Dead. Just everyone, she's brilliant, she's brilliant. She's a little Who bit is more, she? A little bit more time learning the game, less she? time putting makeup Where'd on her. Where'd she play? It's in back. But she makes so many mistakes. She gives... Oh, geez, you're a critic. Oh. I'm yeah. Kenny Dalgleish. Says, says a person who got nowhere in his soccer career, so I should shut my mouth. Yeah. yeah. No, no, good on him. Well, you're sitting good on right him there. I, I think it was good, but, um, yeah. But, but, yeah. That's it. That's it. I'm not saying anything more. Mick Shannon. But that that, that goal from Sam Kerr, that was just a... I heard, she's, I, my dad told... Apart from being gorgeous, uh, a gorgeous person, she's just, dad, was, dad she's messaged just a beautiful me, player. Dad messaged me and said, are you watching the game? I said, 
what game? The world was watching. Yeah, and I said, what game? He goes to the Aussies and the... Dad was still barracking for the English because no. he was born there. I don't care years. what the game is. How about if it's, I, if it's Australian, I'm I said, no, I'm not, mate. I'm cleaning my boat after I just got back and I don't feel like. No, but fun. Dad said Sam Kerr, because Dad played a bit of soccer in his day in England. Yeah. And um, and he said Sam Kerr's goal um, oh, was sent, probably the best of the tournament. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm. I think it's the goal of the tournament. But she was... Uh, uh, she found a bit of confidence. So she never got enough game time, obviously, because of the injury. But good on her. Let's let's draw some prizes. What are we giving away, Marty? Mate, I'm gonna let, let's start off with the uh, Tavern Meats voucher, my friend. I've dragged the spinning wheel in today. I have you now. Yep. I don't have the. Uh, oh, here we go. Tavern, Tavern Meats is the envelope near you somewhere. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Tavern Meats number forty-three. Forty-three. Who is that? Forty-three is Danny. Jump on the phones, Dan. You have won yourself a $25 Tavern Meat voucher courtesy of uh, Mal, Mal, the crate man, and the gang at Tavern Meats. Good um, on you, Mal. Awesome. So he's, he's ringing Marty. He, I'm writing it down. <laughs> well, hurry up. Danny's waiting. Okay. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, mate. It's Danny here. G'day, Danny. Congratulations. You won the $25 Tavern Meats voucher. Yes, I caught something. I'm not catching any fish, so I catch a meat, uh, fish voucher. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous. Where are you fishing, mate? Down the water, mate, in the wind. In the wind. Okay. Well, hopefully they're going to come on the chew. There would still be a fair few boats down there with you this morning. Yeah, yeah, quite a few. Still not going out. All right, mate. I can hear that wind howling through your speaker now. So uh, you look after yourself. Thanks for listening to the show, and well done on your prize. Yep. Sorry, bro, mate. See you, buddy. Bye. Yes, See you, Dan. Sounded a bit of a New Zealand. Yeah, a little bit. There. That's the worst accent I've ever heard. Well, that was from the North Island. <laughs> Mercy. What are, what are we giving away now, Marty? Let's give away the uh, North Queensland Fishing Show a bag prize. With all the hooked apparel gear in it. Yeah. Here we go. That's the wheel spinning. That's absolute crap. That's the new ring. That's there so they are. <laughs> what? Hey, you wouldn't believe it. Number 66. 66. And that is Daniel. Not a Danny, not a Dan. It's a Daniel, this a Daniel, one. A Daniel, this one. <coughs> Number 66. Jump on the phones, Daniel. You've won yourself this lure bag thanks to Hooked Apparel, Eagle Claw. Oh, Daniel's onto it. Oh, mate, when you see this prize, of course you will He's be. He's going to like it. Yeah, yeah. It's a ripper. Good morning, fishing show. Hey, good morning, guys. How you going? Oh, we are wonderful. Do we have Daniel? Yes, it's Daniel. Excellent. Congratulations, man. You've won a really cool Hook the Parrel prize with lots of goodies in it for you. I know. My wife was telling me about it, and she really wanted it. Um, <laughs> You're going to have to share it, my friend. Yeah, she wanted the she wanted the uh, the Green Bomber lure imitation, and I also wanted that too. And seeing as I've won it, yeah, you're gonna actually love it. There used to be a bargain bin lure uh, that is no longer made, and there was a lure company called Producer um, that was also a bargain bin. But the problem with the bargain bin lures is they 
kicked butt. They were one of the best mackerel lures you would ever get and barrel lures. So all of a sudden, these $5 lures went to $50 on eBay. And uh, th this um, gold bomber imitation, because it rolls, it rolls a little bit more. And um, and the blokes in the know just love jigging it because they're, they're just absolute crackers. They're brilliant. You're going to like it. Oh, mate, yeah, it, uh, I will. Yep. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good Make on, sure you let us know how your hooked apparel vibes go because they're a really good thing as well. They have a uh, great action with them and uh, have accounted for many barras and finger mark and Fredfin salmon and so forth now. Thanks to thanks to the boys from Hooked Apparel. So they're awesome. I've got uh, I've got some very very mad keen fishermen on successful mad keen fishermen in my family. So um, yeah, they'll definitely go well. Oh, good on you, man. You'll be able to pick that up at Tackle World, Daniel. Yep. After show. Good on you, mate. Okay. Have a nice right. weekend. You too. Bye, bye mate. Bye, See bye. buddy. Bye. bye. There we go. Oh, there you go. Well awesome done, Daniel. $50 Cleveland-based seafood voucher thanks to Gordo and the gang. Who's this going to be, Danny? <laughs> How weird is that, this wheel? Oh, that's a slow spin. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Close to Christmas. Stupid. Stupid. 92. 92. Oh, we're way up there. 92 is Rhett. You're jump right on the there. Jump on the phone, Rhett. You've won yourself $50 Cleveland-based seafood voucher. 92. I think I remember this. Rhett told me how to spell it. R-H-E-T-T. R-H-E-T-T. It was a very good rod builder in town called Rhett Mr. Nagel. 20 years ago. Oh, wasn't he non-arrogant? Good morning, I fishing show. I got with Rhett. How are you? Good, buddy. Is this Red? It's Red, yeah. yeah. Excellent, excellent. Hey, guess what? You've won the $50 um, Cleveland-based seafood voucher, my friend. Oh, that's, un that, that's unreal. I yeah. know. It's going to be Red Spot King prawns at your house tonight, my friend. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I've Beautiful. I've had a prawns for a while. Good oh, on you. stuff. What's the plan for the rest of the weekend, Ready? Well, I'm working today, so... Oh, that's right. You on the tractor doing the cane? No, no. I'm not, no. No. I'm at uni, so... Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you're at uni. Yeah, 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 doing construction here, so. Uh, good on you, mate. All right, well, you got the Sunday off or you're working tomorrow as well? Oh, I do. No, yeah. no, nah, nah, Sunday off. Yeah, you got to have a, got to have you, one day off, What man. are you building out the uni? Uh, it's called the Tick Building. Science, place, science building, so. All right, what part big, are you doing? Yeah, big building. Carpentry. All right, there you go. Yeah. Knocking up all yeah. the frames. That's it. Oh, look at yeah. Gary's look trying at to talk or carpentry oh, talk now. Yeah, been there. He spent a day in the industry. <laughs> yeah, did the suspended <laughs> ceilings and all the all the good stuff. Good on you, Rhett. You've won the prize, no mate. Worries. You can pick it up. Thanks, uh, pick this one up from Gordon himself from Cleveland Bay Seafoods, not next door. Will do. Awesome. Thank you very much. Good on good you, on man. Rhett. See you, See buddy. buddy. Bye. Thanks, fellas. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. Ah, oh, busy. Nothing like a good commercial job. Yeah. Bloody Sucks go. working Saturdays, though, but it's fun. There we go, Marty. All done. Well, you got to do what you got to do, mate. Let me line up our... Um, our yeah. All done. I, um, just be careful if you're out on the water or boating around. It is fairly windy out there. Um, 25 knots southwesterlies. They hopefully will slowly die down during the day because they're really good tides for the creek so yeah um hopefully uh dies down you just get out there so be careful on the way and those guys and i always say if you're on the highway please drive safe we need as many of you listeners as possible gary i've had a wonderful show with you today it went splendidly 
and uh, and I continue awesome. to enjoy our time together. So yeah, fantastic. and thanks, Chris, for those secret numbers. I've just yep. checked realestate.com. Thank you to all of our sponsors. You're fantastic. We really certainly appreciate it. Without you, our show uh, comes to a uh, dramatic end. So uh, thank you so much to all of you guys. So that concludes it. Gary, thank you very much, Thanks, buddy. Marty. Hey, you have an awesome weekend next weekend when oh, you're well. away. I'll give you a ring. Um, on the Saturday morning, but Shez will be in and give me a hand next week, so we'll have a bit of a laugh with Shez yep. about her caravanning adventures and stuff like that. So. Bloody oath. To our listeners, thank you so much. We'll see you next Saturday morning. Thanks for joining us again. We do hope you tune, 